Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. to investing in innovation trust the experts robo global provides laser focused investment portfolios that deliver access to robotics ai and healthcare innovation globally the htech portfolio captures the technologies transforming the medical space providing unique exposure to best-in-class companies investors turn to this diversified approach backed by research from the experts learn more today at roboglobal.com htec Is this thing on? It's a follow me Friday. Get the F out of here Friday. Welcome everybody. What up, yo, as we used to say. When we've got a jam-packed Friday extravaganza here live on twitch.tv slash Bruno Nation Live. Welcome to everybody. All of our new followers, all of our new subscribers, everybody just listening in on Twitch TV, twitch.tv, and on Twitch Prime and everywhere else you're listening. You know what I'm saying? You can listen and you can watch. You can watch and you can listen. Or you can just listen and not watch. The choice is yours. But if you're watching, you probably want to listen at the same time. Unless you're a really, really good lip reader. Miss Robin is here decked out in her stars and stripes. What is it, Memorial Day weekend already? I was feeling very patriotic today. That's, that's a, you're not allowed to be patriotic anymore. That's, that's against the law in this country. What's the matter with you? You know, so, so you better take that. Yeah, you better take the flag thing off, because people don't like that anymore. Well, it's I not don't cool. care what people think. Ridiculous. Next time I'll wear my little Dutch shoes. Yeah, do that. Wear wooden shoes or something. <laughs> anyway, we are underway. We got all kinds of stuff, but the big story when I logged on this morning to the internet to start prep for this massive endeavor every day from noon to three. Hold on, audio dropped. The audio dropped. Yeah, hang on, hang on. I didn't even pick it up. I am dropping my new CD later on. Wait a minute. It's okay. I'm going to still talk, Robin, just in case okay. the audio. That's how it works in this business. You don't stop talking because the audio drops. Yeah, no, you I keep know. talking just in case the audio comes back on. You got it all figured out now? Uh, weird thing. I don't know what happened right there. It looks like one of the mics in the studio is not on the right screen. So I'm, I'm efforting that right now. Which studio? But it's, this it's one working. here? It's working now. Okay. 
That's all that matters. Here we go. We're underway. Let's start off by having a cocktail, shall we? Yeah, that's exact. That's the mood I'm in right now. That's the mood I'm in. Tell your friends, everybody, get on board. Because we've got some great stuff today, including, as I mentioned, when I got up this morning and I go on the Internet to do a search. I'm up late last night checking all the baseball scores, and I'm watching hockey. I'm watching the Calgary Flames, eh? And I found my favorite player in the NHL, which I will, I will tell you who my favorite player in the NHL is. I, it's not Alex Ovechkin. It's not the, the big-name guys. It's the guy that I now love more than any other hockey player. Not in the history of hockey. I'm saying modern-day National Hockey League. But it was fun watching late-night hockey. There's no basketball last night, very little baseball. I was watching a little bit of the Giants game. But then I got depressed because there was nobody in the stands and people were all bundled up in, in San Francisco because it is, after all, still winter there. Well, no, it doesn't get to be winter until it's summer. August, that's right. In August, that'll be the coldest month if you're going to a Giants game. And if you are, you're a, a, a part of the minority, I guess, this year. It's still although, the, although that Kevin Pillar guy is unbelievable. They picked him up off the street, threw him in the lineup, and now he's like mashing the ball like crazy for the Giants last yes. night. It's still one of my favorite quotes for San Francisco by the late, great Mark Twain, I believe it was. Was it Mark Twain? No, Mark Twain. Yeah, Mark Twain gave that quote, but then uh, what's-his-face ripped Philadelphia. Right, but Mark Twain's quote was, the coldest winter I ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. Exactly, and he was dead on because people don't realize that. That's why they sell more T-shirts in San Francisco than any place else because people will go there in the summer you know, and they wear their tank tops and their jorts and their flip-flops. And then they go down to the Embarcadero and go over to, you know, all the great places down there. The Boudin Bakery and get themselves a bread bowl. Girardelli Square. You know, the Golden oh. Gate Bridge. All the great spots. And then they realize, holy crap, I got a tank top and shorts on and I'm freezing. <laughs> it <is>. it <laughs> no, is it's not so... freezing. Like No, it, it's, it's that... It's it, that... That cold, cold foggy, that gets through dampness. to your yeah. bones kind of thing, especially when you're wearing shorts and a tank top. Now, people are already commenting on oh, my yeah. red glasses. No, I did not do these as a homage to my buddy Michael Barkan at NBC Sports no. Philly because he's got the blue glasses now. These are just cheap dollar store glasses. And as I go into the dollar store, because I only need reading glasses, and I sometimes I use my thin optics, but then I look like Ben Franklin. Or like a weirdo. Well, it depends on if you have the, the round ones on or not. But the, the red ones, I like the reds, but you also have some really fantastic blue ones. You just yeah, go I for buy, color. So I go into the dollar store. You want happy, happy colors. Yeah, so I try to mix it up. I try to. It's like coordination because I've got my, my favorite shirt that I bought in a thrift store in Phoenix, Arizona. Isn't this where I got this, baby? Yes. It was for so, like $3. So for those of you um, who are not familiar with a fabulous store called Savers. Saver? Savers. I didn't even... It is. Although I did savor her later, but that's a different story for a different time. It is one of my favorite, favorite stores I know. It's, it's like of, a Goodwill store, basically. Right? Except it, better. Yeah. But I'm saying it's the same. It's along the lines. Yeah, people donate idea. to it, and then they have a retail store you can go in and rummage through people's hand-me-downs or things they want to they, – they donated, and then they give money to charity, right. right? Other than the Menlo Park, Palo Alto, Atherton-adjacent Goodwill Boutique. yes. Which has the most amazing, like, Anne Klein and uh, Christian Louboutin shoes. And, I mean, it's crazy in there. That's my favorite Goodwill store. Because rich people donate stuff, too. Yeah. And then poor people or middle class people go in there and say, 
holy crap, I can get a pair of Louis, uh, what's his name? Ex- Christian Louboutins yeah, ex- for $20. Well, no, not 20 What's the cheapest you can get those, babe? If those you, are the ones with the red soles, yes. right? Um, if they would normally cost a Christian Louboutins anywhere up to like 800 to $1,200 a pair of shoes, you could probably get them at the outlet or excuse me, not outlet, boutique. It yes. Is, it, it is actually a Goodwill, but it's a boutique. Oh, so they don't call it a thrift store. No, they do no, not. No, when you're they in a ritzy, shitsy neighborhood uh, and you have basically a thrift store that's called a thrift store anywhere else, yes. it's called a boutique. It's called a boutique. In There's the, the she boutique. In, that's, that's actually, what? that's uh, San Mateo County there, right? Uh, that's borderline adjacent yes. San Mateo. And then uh, all the well, basically rich people live. Yeah, there, well, and it's you part. know, and it's all those uh, rich people that need to have new an entire new wardrobe every single year because God forbid, exactly. wear something as well. And um, there, I think I did see a Christian Louboutin shoes there for like hundred and fifty dollars. No, I'm not trying to be bizarre, my guy. I, I you see it. I wear glasses every day to read because I can't see the computer screen, but I can see far away. Like I can see everything now. But if I have to read your your tweets and your comments, especially on the dashboard here. On our stream chat on Twitch.tv, I have to put these on, and it just brings them in perfectly clear. Our good buddy Briny Baird is now joining us, too. Awesome. Briny Baird is a golfer. This guy calls himself Briny Baird because it's a tribute, an homage to the golfer. And he's one of our buddies who's been listening for we, a long time. We like giving homages. Yes, we do. I like fromages myself. So if you've got any extra cheese, any kind of cheese, I love all cheeses, and I cannot lie. But we have some amazing updates today, Robin, including all the important information you need to know. But I mentioned earlier like three times, first thing I saw trending on Twitter this morning was Jay Cutler. So I immediately say, what's happened to Jay Cutler? The former quarterback with the Bears, Denver, the Bears, and obviously now out of football, but doing very well in his afterlife, being his wife's hanger-on his wife's a celebrity, Kristen Cavallari. He basically hangs out with her, takes his clothes off, and is on a reality show now. Pretty funny. But I saw Jay Cutler, and I'm saying, what's going on? And the headline on TMZ Sports, now one of my go-to sources for sports misinformation and some good stuff, too, because they do what we, well, all good people do, other than have people go outside at the airport and wait for a celebrity to get off a plane and go down the baggage claim. And have somebody with a camera interview them. Yeah. I mean, those are the journalists now. People waiting outside of LAX or clubs waiting for a celebrity to come out and they become the interviewer. Yeah. That's why you don't have to go to journalism school. Just well, go to a restaurant somewhere. And if you're in LA, there's celebrities coming out of every place, right? It would be nice if they had some journalistic decorum. They don't have, no, but you see, the people who get responses from celebrities at the airport are not the idiots who go up and you notice they're all like very, very composed. They're not yelling at they're just asking right. questions. And the celebrities respond to that better. That's they're true. not going to respond to somebody running up into their face right. with a camera and asking for an autograph. So these people who work for TMZ are smart. They know they're going to get paid to provide a video from their cell phone. And that's how a lot of news sources are now getting their information. Well, this this particular clip that you'll be listening to yeah, in a minute is not, is not from TMZ. Yeah. No, but TMZ took the video just like we're doing now because well, I can't. Jay Cutler so the headline is Jay Cutler sucks, right? And a lot of fans of the Bears, although he was one of the all-time. In fact, I think he still holds all the Bears passing records. Now, no. eventually, maybe Mitch Trubisky the breaks it. The headline is Jay Cutler sucks hard. Well, yeah. But depending on which game you're watching, <laughs> Jay Cutler had a pretty good career. Now, he's been 
people will look at him on the sidelines. He had the aloof look. Uh, you know, his last season in Chicago, he was standing on the sidelines, moping. Uh, people thought he was, you know, he was a weird dude. But he had that vibe. He had that cool, almost Elvis vibe about him. Because when he was good, he was really good. And the guy put up some good numbers. Yeah. And he also got banged around. He only made the playoffs once, I think, in 2010 with the Chicago Bears. And he got destroyed in that game. So it's not all on his back when you're the quarterback. But obviously, when you're the quarterback of any big team or any team in the NFL, especially the Chicago Bears, what happens? You get the blame when the team sucks. But he had some good seasons there. He put up good numbers. But he also did some really horrendous things. And unfortunately, in the world in which we live, in sports uh, radio, sports television, it's all about the bad parts. Because that's the clips you see. I mean, we can see all the highlights when a guy throws an unbelievable pass, great catches. ESPN has the top ten plays every night on SportsCenter. So we acknowledge greatness. I mean, we even acknowledge LeBron James every day, even when he doesn't play. Even when his team doesn't make the playoffs, we're doing 24-hour LeBron James. Why didn't he make the playoffs? But, but Jay Cutler had a pretty good career. But now, when Jay Cutler's wife and he are on television on E, right? It's on E Entertainment. It's another right. reality show. Right. What's it called? It's called, uh, the name of it's Christian Cavallari is his wife. Very Cavallari. Very Cavallari, which is, a you know, a... Uh, it, instead of very cavalier attitude, yes. her name is Kristen Cavallari, right? It's Celebrity. A good, it's a good play on Beautiful words. woman. So now, Kristen Cavallari and her husband, Jake Cutler, tags along with her. She's the star of the show. <laughs> and so they record everything like they do on these stupid reality shows, right? You mean it's kind of like... The Kardashians and uh, the Real Housewives. Or the Nation. Or, yeah, but except we don't, we, we don't sit around at the dinner table and talk about... Breast milk. Although we do, depending on where yeah, we yeah, are. It depends on what you're... <laughs> so what TMZ, you... being smart, the people inside TMZ, Harvey uh, and his boys and girls, right. you know, they, they get a lot of stories. Oh, yeah, they do. And they get a lot of video, and they use newspapers. They use videos procured by... But then they also look at TV shows, like what The Soup used to do. You find cle- clever clips on some obscure show that some people watch, and then you find it. So somebody actually watched an episode of Very Cavalieri, and the big story today in the world of the NFL yes. is not only that Antonio Brown's a jerk, which now people are saying everywhere around the league, we'll find out. Jack Del Rio, the former coach of the Raiders, says that Antonio Brown will be a pain in the ass for the Raiders. That's one of the actual legitimate stories. But in a more in a story that has more vitamins, vitamin C, and all the nutrients that a child needs to grow up a healthy child, and that's all we really care about. Let's go to a clip from E-Television. This will be audio only, so we don't have the video right now. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm still working on that. But listen closely, because it's a little loud, because they're sitting around a dinner table a couple of seconds into this clip, and then Kristen Cavallari makes a comment about her husband, Jay Cutler, who's sitting next to her, in, in a reference table. to breastfeeding. Exactly. And there's a restaurant. So obviously she, she, they have children. He, she was breastfeeding once. And Jay Cutler became a hero as a man who really, really knows how to suck. Still to come on this season of Very Cavalier. We're here, you guys! Yeah! Yeah! My ass is out! My ass is out! I had, like, major clogged ducts. Jay had to get them out for me. What? Sucking harder than he's ever sucked. Ah! <laughs> that 
And you know what? Saved my life. Let's pump the brakes. <laughs> All right, get rid of that. That's the best part. No, no, get, nobody cares about that stuff. That's all. The, we only care about the juicy part, yes, the milk part, so to speak. So he sucked harder than he's ever sucked before. Now, some Bears fans may, may point out to a couple of instances <laughs> on a Hail Mary pass or some bad interceptions that he threw that he really sucked really hard when he sucked. Yes. But not now, as hard as he – because he saved her life. They're talking about milk du- uh, ducks. Right, you're breastfeeding. And, and, and they can get clogged, and when they get clogged, they, you can get it, mastitis infections. You can get yes. breast like infection, and it can get really dangerous. You can get fevers. I mean, people don't know, and it's painful. It's incredibly painful. So that was some uh, some some good rescue work there. Yeah, him. give them credit because we're having fun with it because the headline, Jay Cutler yeah, sucks yeah, really yeah. hard, <laughs> you know, <laughs> can go multiple ways. Yes. But this man is a hero. How many husbands in that situation would even have the cojones? Well, you don't really need cojones to do this. No. Would say, hey, you know what? Uh, what do I do here? What are they going to call? A, uh, uh, a midwife? No, midwives are only there for the birthing process, right? Yeah, what do you call looks- afterwards when you're when you're when you bring in a nanny? Because most rich people bring in the nanny, but the nanny's gonna go in there and well, un- and have- suck a breast to get the milk going again, right? They do have breastfeeding. Well, La Leche leagues, right? Yeah, the La Leche league. The La Leche league. I-, I have. I'm in their fantasy league, actually. <laughs> I'm in the La Leche fantasy league. <laughs> no, I actually, I actually had uh, issues with my daughter. My question, no issues with her. He, he, he knew what to do. My daughter, on the other hand, had issues, and so I had help from the La Leche league. They were fantastic. Do they actually unclog a duct if they're in your house and you're? Well, they didn't suck on me. Oh, why not? But um, there are other was the chick hot from the Lalechi League? I'm assuming it's all women, right? They yeah. don't allow guys to come into your house and uh, not pump the brakes, but pump the milk for you, do <laughs> they? They, they, well, the ones that I had were all women. I'm assuming. I think they were like all other mothers that were volunteering to help new mothers. Oh, okay. Although there may be some women some who like that thing, you know. Yeah, you know, hey, and there are adult men who like that thing. Who like the taste of breast milk? There are because that's there are people whole, who like oh breast milk. That's a whole fetish. Yeah, that is what a fetish. That but that's we another watching, thing. We were watching. Oh, that's what I was watching. I was watching um, Afterlife with um, the comedian that I was just talking about the other day. Uh, the British comedian. Um, who was I talking about? Oh, I know his name. Damn it, Robin! You watched the show that's like know, fifty I episodes, know. and then you're asking me to find the guy's name. But but he was on this new show on Netflix called Afterlife. Right. It is absolutely hysterical, and he plays this um, reporter for a small, really small town newspaper, and he gets sent out with his assistant to go take photographs of a woman who has been making pudding from her own breast milk, <laughs> and then she said that, and and she made little uh, biscuits to go with it. And the yeast she used was from her own yeast. No, Robin, come on. It's not lunchtime for many people. <laughs> the thing that was really funny. Did, did it have a, a sourdough taste to it, though? <laughs> because, you know, sourdough, they have to have the host. He was he was gagging, like taking the notes. <laughs> and the, his assistant, and she's like, do you want to try it? And he's like, uh. And then the assistant goes and starts slurping it up. And he just like, I, I got to go. I got to go. It was this really is fake, though. This is a TV show. This isn't real life. Well, the things that happen. Really women that do no, that, I know that, but on that TV show, it's all make believe. When Jay Cutler saved his wife's life <clears throat> by, but Brandy, one of our great friends, who said, "How about just using a pump? Now, can you unclog a uh, a, a a breast? What did she call clogged, clogged breast, duct. clogged nipple duct? 
to allow the milk no, to flow it's again? It's not really. It's 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 more because you actually there has to be warmth, and there has to be um. So the way I mean, okay, let's get graphic. The way I again, did, now this is for health reasons. Yes. This is not tawdry, uh, shock shock. Uh, <laughs> Randy says I just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> I mean, there are people. Again, we're talking about the essence yes. of life. The one thing about every form of life, they don't have to be trained to go for breast milk. Like cats, dogs, animals. As soon as the baby's born, the baby knows to go to mommy's teats to get the milk. So it's not like you have to train anything. They immediately know from the second they're born. Same thing with infants. Now you have to help an infant put it over there. Because they can't crawl themselves. Exactly. But you watch cats. When we had all our litters of cats with our ragdolls, first thing they do, they go right to mom and latch on. Yep. That's the beauty of the gift of life. Whether they're insects, whether they're animals, anything that's alive has to find nutrients on its own yep. before it can grow, you know, be big enough to have help. So we're not doing stuff to be no. to be gross and disgusting. No, but for the for usually though, if a woman has an engorged, clogged well, I've seen a lot of engorged women though that are very, very attractive, Rob. So don't make this to be an No, but when it's, when it's because of breast milk production, you, you have to put warmth on it, heat on it, it has to soften up, and then you have to, <laughs> like, if it's dry, it can you can get cracked nipples. Very painful. So there's your Jay Cutler sucked harder than he's ever sucked before update, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give Jay Cutler a much maligned man. A roaring round of applause for saving his wife's life. You know, last night a DJ <laughs> saved my life on the dance floor. But Jay Cutler saved his wife's life. And yes. thank- that's why, that's the value of bad reality TV. Sometimes you get a good morsel out of there. We keep you abreast on all the important things happening in the world of reality TV. But um, um, Eckett8750 just said, <laughs> is that the female version of blue balls? Uh, kind of, yeah. Yeah, but blue balls are usually generated by the man himself or... With withholding uh, pleasure for a longer well, period of time, kind of the reason... or being too aroused and not having, but normally when it, if a man gets blue balls, he can take care of matters. He doesn't have to have somebody come there and suck it for him, so to speak. Although it would help in some cases, probably and, in most cases, and in that in the case for women as well, we can take care of it ourselves. Yes, but it's much. But easier. women don't get blue balls. They can't. No, but he's talking about the breast when they're engorged exactly. and hard. It's kind of the equivalent of. <laughs> I'm kind of agreeing with him. <laughs> well, yeah, it's similar, except there's nothing clogged when the guy gets blue balls. One it's would just, hope it's not. A, well, it is a buildup of, of of desire, and then guys, you know, most of the guys don't have somebody to take care of it for them. They just take care of it themselves. Now, okay, I'm going to ask a direct question. When a man has blue balls, mm-hmm. not Blue Ball, Pennsylvania, which is a town, you know, up in the Amish country. When you there's blue ball. Did you know that? There's bird in hand. Yes, we went up there. I said, look, there's bird in hand. There's intercourse. No, there's blue bell, which is local, but there's blue ball. Really? Blue ball, bird in hand, intercourse. Some of the greatest names are up in the Pennsylvania Dutch country here. I did not know there was also a blue ball. Yes. I knew a blue bell. You should have known that. uh... But here, okay. So my question to a man is that if you have blue balls. Well, I'm a man and I'm over 40. So what's the question? If you have blue balls, is is it that. You get to the point where it's so uncomfortable that you cannot uh, uh, complete. No, no, no. It's just because you know I'm who gets blue. You know who gets blue balls? Like 
young teenagers are going out and they're making out in the park. But it's painful, right? Yeah, because it's painful, but there's a young guy with a lot of testosterone building up. They're making out in a car at Lover's Lane or wherever the hell they're meeting. Now they're having group sex somewhere in somebody's basement when the parents are away. Now, but you know, back in the day, or people still do it, they go out, they make out, and then when you're making out for a long period of time, you're getting really aroused. Okay. And when a guy gets aroused and he, he doesn't finish the deal, so to speak, that's the pain. Now, I'm not a urologist. I'm not a, uh, I'm not a doctor, although I play one sometimes if somebody wants to play nurse with me. That's, that's, that's role play. But that's what it is. What it is is what it is, as Charlie Manuel once said. And Brendy said, there should be a professional man sucker for clogged nipples. I mentioned that the La Leche League, which I believe starts this Saturday, now that the AFF has started, will be uh, in, in play. Who do you like in the La Leche League this year? Um, I'm trying to think of women with uh, large uh, breasts who would probably oh, be a, yeah. the, like first-round draft picks in the La Leche League. Carol Dota. Carol Dota. She's no longer with she's us, She's no though. longer with you us. You can't have somebody that's dead oh. and draft them because they got to put up good numbers. It's now all based a, on another, putting. That's another San Francisco reference. It, it's it's all it, it's all based on how many CCs you can squeeze out. You know, it's like RBIs in baseball and uh, so goals Dolly in Parton hockey. Would Dolly be, Parton okay. would be a first round draft pick in the La Leche League if Leche. we had a La Leche League. It's Leche. Leche means milk. La Leche. League. La Leche. Tres Leches. Leches. It's a nice word too because it's, again, it's not gross. It's not like the J. Remember we talked about the JJ is a nice way of saying. Punani. Punani right. is another nice, clean way of saying things. Leche sounds much better than breast milk, right? Or lactation sensation. Lactation sensation? You know, people, well, are, people are commenting on the show right now. Sore nipples to blue balls. This show truly covers it all and uncovers it all. See, that's what I'm saying. All these other sports shows are just basically talking, hey, about that RBI last night in the Seattle Mariner game. Listen, we'll break that down, too. But the world is not just about sports or politics. The world is about people who can deal with everything that matters in life, from the beauty of childbirth to breastfeeding. And now breastfeeding is a big deal. You know, women want the right to breastfeed in public. And in some places, they get ripped for it. In many places, they're allowed to do it, and they should be. It's not like you're whipping out your breast in the middle of nowhere to get uh, to titillate losers walking around in a park somewhere although i would never breastfeed like on a dirty subway car you know what i mean when i see women like breastfeeding on public transportation where there's trash everywhere that can't be healthy i know you wipe the breast with disinfectant or what do you wipe the breast with when you're going to breastfeed in public a baby wipe because doesn't that put some chemical on it so the baby no not if you have you have the the not organic but the uh the the natural ones yeah where there's not the scents and oils and all right, enough about breastfeeding. Morgana is, I don't believe Morgana is still around. By the way, there is a Tres Leche cake right now. There's also Haagen-Dazs, which we're going to get into today. You see, Haagen-Dazs has seven combinations of ice cream and booze now. Ice cream and booze. Well, we like that. Yes. Remember when we no, were... No, but this is actually you buy it in the store. This isn't you go into a bar and they put ice, they make a milkshake and then infuse it with actual booze from the bar. This is actual spirit-infused ice cream. We're going to get to that today, too. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, let's move on from Jay, uh, Jay Cutler breastfeeding and sucking and all that other stuff. Let's get down to the business. We'll have Masters Update. Round two is underway. We'll keep you up to date on that. Then we have hockey action from last night. 
Last night, while you were probably sleeping or probably watching some bad reality show, I didn't watch SpongeBob after midnight. Last night, I watched hockey action, yo. And I was watching some good games, except how about the Toronto Maple Leafs? It wasn't that long ago that the Toronto Maple Leafs were a laughing stock for a long, long time in the league. Now, all of a sudden, the Maple Leafs are good. And they go up into Boston last night and lay the beat down on your Boston brooms. The Boston brooms blasted at home by the Toronto Maple Leafs. Four to one was the final. The guy that really is a superstar and more and more people... People who follow hockey know who this kid is. But you're seeing him emerge now in the playoffs. Mitchell Marner. Mitchell Marner. Remember that name, Robin. This kid is spectacular. Dazzling player. Two goals last night, including a breakaway. He's a superstar in the making. Now, he's been around a couple of years. But he's one of those young names that you don't hear a lot. And he's going to be a superstar. How about the Flames? The Calgary Flames. I was was glued into that game. Colorado Avalanche in Calgary. And that was a beatdown. Basically, they melted the ice, sort of like they did at the Wells Fargo Center and many other arenas around the NHL when the regular season came to an end. But the Calgary Flames and Mike Smith. You remember Mike Smith was a goalie in in Arizona. Guy's been around a long time. Has an unbelievable effort last night. Mike Smith gets the shutout. Calgary beats Colorado. And my new favorite player in the NHL. He's a fourth-line guy. Sixth-round draft pick. But he's got the best name in hockey right now. What's that? Andrew Mangiapane. Mangiapane. You know what that means in Italian? Eat bread. Exactly. There you go, Robin. It's like Testarossa. It's not not just a car. Testarossa means redhead. Vinny Testarossa. So when quarterback Vinny Testarossa played, I would always refer to him as Vinny Redhead, even though he didn't have red hair. So when you have an Italian name that's easier, any kind of foreign name that translates easily into what it would be in English. Right. Andrew Mangiapane. It, I, got, I had a craving. I wanted to go downstairs and get a, <laughs> get a piece of bread and put it in the toaster. This kid <laughs> on their fourth line for the Calgary Flames. Is there somebody here? Didn't you hear noise? I, just, I think I was in Paranormal Show last year, Robin. Is this house haunted? I think it is. I can, feel the, I can feel some spirits crawling up my leg right now. Anyway, in the Capitals, your defending Stanley Cup champions go up 3 nothing in the first period and then hang on against a very, very it's spirited Carolina Hurricane team. It was 3-2 to two in the third period. They get the empty netter, and the Capitals win game one, 4-2 to two last night. That was the first postseason game for Carolina in 10 years. Hard to believe that the Hurricanes have not made the postseason in 10 years, but they, they put up a good fight after looking like they were getting blown out of the building. And the Capitals realized what happened the night before because Tampa Bay at home, in their home opener in the playoffs, went up 3 nothing also. And they wound up losing the game in overtime. Uh, not in overtime, regulation. And uh, the only overtime game in, in the first game the other night was the Pittsburgh game where they went overtime and the Penguins lost. So there you have it. Caps, Flames, Maple Leafs all win last night. Baseball, the big story is the Seattle Mariners are absolutely going crazy right now. I don't know if, if you're a baseball fan, you, you're paying attention to this. The Seattle Mariners are 13-2, and two, Robin. 13 wins and two losses. Last night, yesterday afternoon, they were down two runs, two strikes. So they were down to their last strike in the ninth inning. What did they get? They scored two runs and win the game. 
and beat the Kansas City Royals right now are 2-10. and ten. They are just brutal. Ten straight losses for Kansas City, a team that not that long ago was pretty good in playing for World Series. Series. And now the Seattle Mariners are the first team with 15 home runs or 15 consecutive games with a home run. In all 15 of their games so far, where they've won 13, they've had a home run in each game. No team in Major League Baseball history has ever done that. Steve Haas says that the Mar- Mariners are on fuego. Yes, they are. Dare I say, on fuego. But anyway, so 15 home runs. The third team to start with at least 13 wins in their first 15 games. The last team to do it was last year. The Boston Red Sox last year started 13-2 and went on to win the World Series. Back in, uh, what year was it? 19, I got it all written down here. I'm pretty, I got a, I used to be a great printer. Now I'm really sloppy. The Mariners, the last team last year, Boston Red Sox, 13 and 2. You go back to 1987, the Milwaukee Brewers started 14 and 1 to start their season. So it's only happened three times since 1987. Last year, the Red Sox and now the Mariners, 13 and 2, getting out to a great start. The Cardinals sweep the Dodgers, and uh, Boston gets their first win at Fenway. Two in the ninth, they stopped the Blue Jays in that game. Chris Davis, by the way, with a K, had two more home runs yesterday. Leads the major leagues for the Oakland A's, who bashed the baseball. Talk about Bash Brothers. The Oakland A's are on fire as far as hitting the ball out of the ballpark. Chris Davis, two more home runs. He's got nine already. The other Chris Davis of the Baltimore Orioles, 0 for 3 with a walk. He has now gone 53 at-bats without a base hit. The last time Chris Davis of the Orioles had a base hit was September 14th of last year. September 14th, and he's in the third year of, like, this ridiculous seven-year contract where they owe him a gazillion dollars. And nobody's rooting against the guy. It's just amazing to see. And he's hit the ball hard a couple of times. It's just not dropping in for him. So there's your baseball roundup. Phillies in Miami tonight, and if they don't get healthy against the Miami Marlins, you can start worrying because they got battered their last two games and now have their first two-game losing streak. Washington came in here after losing the first game, bashed their brains in. But the good thing for the Phillies is they're in Miami for the weekend. Not only do they go to South Beach and see some thongs and see the hot, hot mommies all over the place down there. You know, Robin, you've been to South Beach. We've been to Miami. Yes. Benvenidos on Miami. I have to say that Miami was not my favorite place in Florida to go to, like, I mean, it was a good people-watching place. Well, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about going on the beach where people... But it wasn't my favorite beach, though. It doesn't have to be your favorite beach. What, are you going Luigi on me now? Everything has to be negative? No, Why don't you look for the positives in life, Robin? I Always look on the bright side of life. (laughs) 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 Anyway, so the the, the Phillies are in Miami. They'll be cruising. JT Riomulto back from whence he came, where which was a damn bad team, and it's really bad again this year, they flat out can't hit. So if the Phillies get, get blown up in any way, shape, or form by this Miami Marlins lineup, they got some problems. Phillies should be able to feast on this team. I'll give you a reason why. The Cincinnati Reds had lost like their first nine games. They go and play Miami, and they, Miami only scored one run against them in three games, and the Cincinnati Reds who couldn't hit the side of a barn with a damn... 
with a with a uh, shotgun from five feet away. The Reds just absolutely went nuts on them offensively. So the Phillies should feast on this Miami Marlins team. When you look at what's going on, the Phillies lineup is still damn good. The Phillies pitching, they're starting pitching. If it can go at least six innings, they could be all right. But this, the Phillies need to get healthy this weekend in Miami. And if there's any place you want to go and get healthy, it's Miami. Because you can work on your tan. You can go out on the beach. Right. Go, to, you know, go down. I'm not a big South Beach guy. It's overrated. But it's still a place you got to go. It's like going to, it's like going to L.A. and not going to Venice Beach. That's true. You got to go to the beach. You got to go to South Beach in Miami. Art Deco. You know, it's just a cool place. It's one of those, when you think of Miami... What do you think of? There's a lot of great places, and it's spread out all over the place. Well, unfortunately, one of the things that I think of in Miami— Joe Stone Crab? Oh, well, that's—you know what? That's what I should think of first because it's one of my favorite places. Exactly. But, unfortunately, the first thing that I could I think of when I think of Miami— What? Drugs. Are you ridiculous, I Robin? That's sad, Drugs. Right? You yeah. can say that Philadelphia has more opioid deaths yeah, than Miami com- really, and other cities combined. I need to rethink my because you what? You're still watching Miami Vice reruns? No, I just I, that, I don't know why that's the first thing that comes to my mind. It's that, that's same, not that's like you know what? That's the same thing that you have when you think of Amsterdam. No, because Amsterdam and I me- I me- I prove this every single time when I ask people this question. When I say people. To people, anybody, and I've done this in front of you, not to not to humiliate you. You are accusing me of the same thing that you do to Amsterdam, and you're saying that I no, should because not when be- I ask people, what are the first things you think about when you think Amsterdam? The top three answers on the board, and even on Family Feud, they would be the top three answers on the board: Amsterdam, red light district, right? Weed, not in this particular order, marijuana, right? Because they have right. marijuana cafes long before we had it in this country. Marijuana's legal. Uh huh. Prostitution, the red light district. Right. And what was the third thing I said, Robin? Those are top two on the board. Right. Marijuana and red light district. There was one other thing that I. And you said the Anne Frank house. Yes, we're in the wine cellar. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Uh, what's the third thing? I don't know what you're it's saying. It's not tulips. I, I think you're totally different things because I've actually been to Amsterdam. I know that, but I'm saying it's like when you say Miami. I bet you if you ask people the top three things, when, the first three things you think of when you think of Miami, they're not going to say drugs. They're not going to say drugs. I, I, maybe I'm wrong. I don't think of drugs when I think of Miami. Well, now, I did back when, you know, when Tubbs, when the original Miami Vice was on the air, because or when I saw Tony Montana, you know, and Scarface. Right. It was about drugs, but guess what? Cocaine, cocaine is cocaine. not cocaine is not uh, limited to Miami Beach. There's more cocaine in Hollywood, in the Hollywood Hills, every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night on coffee tables than there is probably in Miami. So again, if you think that, that's fine. I'm not telling you what you did, but you did how to think. Uh-huh. I'm just saying I don't you think I don't think I, I just don't <laughs> think of Miami. I think you're maligning that great city. And that's where the Super Bowl is going to be next year. I know. So you're going to go down I, there and say to people, by the way, you know, this is what I I'm need, here down here. Uh, where's the drugs? I need to rethink how I think of Miami. You that don't have to been. rethink anything. If but that's uh, what you think Miami no, is known for. Uh, but, but you're right. I mean, it's, it, I shouldn't be so negative What's the first three things, things you think about Philadelphia? Now, you live here, obviously, right. and we've lived here for a long time. See, that's the problem is that I have not spent enough time in Miami. I think people that have But you don't even time- have to – people who have never been to the Netherlands, they don't, you don't have to go to Amsterdam to know what, what your thought is. It doesn't mean that it's real. You are I'm, talking in circles, Mr. No, I'm Bruno. not. Yes, you are. Because- you don't have to go to Amsterdam to have an opinion 
People, a lot of people don't even realize Amsterdam is in Holland, or the I'm, Netherlands, Holland, and Amsterdam are all the same place. What I'm saying is that a lot of times you have misconceptions about places until you go there, and then you actually have exactly. different ideas. So, so I have my been, point about no, Amsterdam. But you, you live there. That's my point. I understand that, but the average person hasn't been there. You are, right? you are conceding my point. No, I'm not. You have because my point is you've been to Miami, okay? Ah. I've never been to Amsterdam, okay? I've been all over the world. I haven't been to Amsterdam. And so and when that's people why ask you are me, ignorant. Well, no, I'm not ignorant. I'm just basing this on the perception of people who haven't been to a place but know about the place. And unfortunately, it's, it's not that it's, it's not a bad thing. But because it's real, it happens. But that's it. Those are, it's called top-of-mind awareness. But my right? perception of Philadelphia has changed now that I live here. Now I so know. So is mine, and I've lived here most of my life. So You know what the people, you know what the national rep, when you ask people nationally who've never been to Philadelphia, right. who only watch the sporting events or have heard of Philadelphia or whatever uh-huh. and know about the history, what are people going to say? What are the three things, first three things that pop in your head when you talk about Philadelphia? Um, they're going to think of the Liberty Bell. Yeah. Well, if you watch sporting events. Oh, they're going to think that the fans are. No, 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 no. Whether they do all the time, it doesn't matter. Or go on for the next hundred years. Cheesesteaks. Right. They're going to, because they always show cheesesteak. Like nobody knows what a cheesesteak is when the Phillies are on or the Eagles are on. They show Pats and Geno's and making cheesesteaks on TV. Then they show. The Rocky Steps. Right. Right. That statue. Yeah. That's, that, so they think of Rocky, cheesesteaks, and Liberty Bell. Yes. Or drugs, crime, and uh, opioids. But again, but it's always like this. everybody thinks of one city when you ask them, even if they've never been there, what are the first three things you know about any particular city, right? The Philadelphia one has been now bestowed upon everyone who watches and a sporting event who's never been here. is my point about Amsterdam. Yes, Amsterdam has great museums, the Anne Frank hat, the bicycles. I'm not saying that those are the only three things. Do you understand what the difference is? That's what happens in Family Feud. Do you understand when they ask that people you are in the saying audience, the exact same thing that I am? But no, because you said Miami, drugs is one of the top three things. That's your perception, but you've been there. Did you see any drug use while you were there? No. So then why would you say drugs is one of the top three things you think about? Because I've only been, I've really only spent one, two nights in Miami in a beautiful, art. I think of Art Deco. If if you ask me the three things that yes, I think now, of. Let me, but again, three you things. can still say it's drugs if that's okay. what you think. Three things of when I think of Miami. Miami. Art Deco. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of um, Cuban music. I don't no, know why. No, the Cuban women? Are you kidding me? Cuban. Are you the, kidding the me? The Cuban Robert? atmosphere, and you know what I think of though. The third thing is is the drugs thing, which I really should I should put that by the wayside because while I was there, did not see any drug use, nor did I seek it out. So. Rico. Rico suave. And, suave. And the. And <laughs> I <laughs> We're getting a lot of response now on our on our Twitch feed. <laughs> uh, Cheesesteak, Santa Claus, and asshole fans. One guy says about <laughs> Philadelphia. Those are the three things he thinks of. That's really nice, man. Cheesesteak, Santa Claus, which has been debunked, but is always going to live as an urban legend, and people will believe it, even though it's been debunked. Asshole fans, you can say that about a lot anyway. of cities. Um, by the way, and I say soda tax first. Now, if you ask me. And I lived in this city my whole life. For example, the art museum, I've known it. I've been there my whole life. Nobody even mentioned the art museum in 
the last 50 years prior to the Rocky steps going, right. prior to Rocky. Because when Rocky ran up the steps in the movie, people still didn't know it was the Philadelphia Museum of Art. They just called it the Rocky Steps because that's where he ran up. So then when they put the statue over there, then it became one of the go-to places for tourists to come to town, right? right? So that's why people think of Rocky. And that's why they use the Rocky theme and all the sporting events. I don't have a problem with that, but it's a little ridiculous. That, but to me, Rocky is not one of the symbols. Of, now, the Rocky mentality of the underdog and that I kind know. of stuff, fans love that in every city. Yes. You love being the underdog and you overachieve and then you win. Yes. Now, um, Steve Ha, just quick mention, because th- and thank you for joining us. Um, he's saying that, yes, we are in the wine cellar. Yes. You don't see anyone. How do you not see all the wine right behind me right here? We got wine there. That's we've like been a, we've been whining for over a half an hour. Already. I know. Well, there's wine all over. That's just one of the wine racks, and then we have another one. Upstairs. Oh, we got wine everywhere. There's another one over there. It's all done. And Robin, Robin, and I did all. She did all of the decoration stuff. She's like that decorator on HGTV, the annoying one that comes in and says, "I think you should do this," and but they're usually right. When a decorator and a person who has that kind of artistic flair of knowing what looks good and seeing a bunch of wine boxes, wooden wine crates that people would throw away, and they do. And saying, you know what, I'm going to make those into doors, or I'm going to make those into cabinets it for the wall. It takes a very special person. And even our, even our, um, our countertop here. I, I know we've talked about it a lot, but our countertop is made out of how many corks, Robin? 917 corks. Hold 917 on corks. I... Let's get a close-up of this. I don't really have an extra camera. To, I know. We to... need to have one of those. I used to have a head, a head cam on. Hold on. So you know I mean? Like, i got to put a GoPro. Uno momento so that you guys don't get all, okay. all functified. Let me put you on a wide shot really quick first. So everything here was designed because all the pipes and wiring and plumbing and everything is Hold hidden. On. But Hold so on. when we had to build a countertop for our little wet bar, which I installed and did this, we built our own because we couldn't use a regular size countertop because we didn't want it to come out too far and, and take away space. So this is a built-from-scratch countertop. And what Robin did is while we put down the the uh, the the, the wood on the bottom right it's it, there people are seeing it now and then robin proceeded to individually glue the 900 and what 17 917 corks each one glued with the different wineries they're all glued down and then there's like three coats of of uh, epoxy. lacquer epoxy lacquer that you pour and then it, so- it settles in and it becomes a hard top and it's absolutely gorgeous so this is a one of a kind Yes. I mean, you can't. The price of this thing, if you try to have it made, first of all, you got to have 918 corks. That was expensive. Yes. That well, was that's the a most lot of expensive wine. part. Imagine 918 corks, even if it's $10 a bottle, which it's not. That's how much is that in, in uh, if you bought te- each one of these 9, bottles? 9,100. That's $10,000 worth of wine right there. Is that right? Yeah. 918 times 10. Correct. That's nine thousand. Nine thousand over nine thousand dollars just in corks alone. So it's a it's a labor of love. And Robin did a great job, and that's what we like to do around the house. Now we're doing podcasts every day, and we're happy. Are those corks from the nine hundred eighteen Red Wine Fridays over the years? Actually, we had help with these. These aren't all ours. We had neighbors who had some corks they collected. So when we got a couple of extra corks, we needed. We know we needed nine hundred eighteen. Now, in California, I made a bunch of things with wine corks when we lived out there, and I made, like, little wine trivets, and you can see there's one here that I've used and made it. You buy the little boxes in, like, Michael's or any right. of the craft stores, and you can make cork boards. And you if can... you've ever made one of those small ones, you know how long it actually takes. It's surprisingly, yeah. it takes a while to fill And you're up. just gluing them down. Now, remember, when, when Robin glued these down, 
She had to make sure because once you pour the epoxy over it, if they're not glued down, they'll come floating out to the surface. So yep. you just can't put them down and pour epoxy. They have to be actually attached and adhered to. But it's really a nice thing. And then the wine, then we got the little wet bar here. So it's a lot of fun down here. That's how many potholes there are in East Falls. Uh, <laughs> 918, I think. <laughs> One of these days, we, we should, we should like, <laughs> if we can get a sponsor, we should do a big DIY giveaway. Like yes. if we had like a Home Depot or Lowe's exactly. to sponsor it. Who would be better than doing the homes? I mean, not homes on homes. He's up in Canada. Well, we could do like uh, the remodel. Like you choose a room mm -hmm. and uh, the Bruno and Miss Robin combo would come in. Is that like the deep dish combo mambo yes, at Little Caesars Pizza it's Pizza? exactly like it. Mm -hmm. And we would come in and do somebody's... <laughs> remodel like remodel their their kitchen or remodel and then but you would have to give us carte blanche we could do whatever we wanted could be dangerous i'm reading the board now a lot of great uh, our good buddy out in the bay area we got a lot of people listening all over the country in the bay area all over the world but you know who's on robin who's on ken from oakland we love Ken from Oakland. Yes. Ken, a regular caller, regular listener. He used to give us all the movie updates. He was a great movie uh, aficionado, a great human being. So welcome to Ken from Oakland who's joining us on our Twitch.tv Actually, stream. he mentioned last night that his, um, I believe it was him that mentioned it, that, that his work schedule changed, so this is now the perfect time for him to listen to the show. Well, we did it specifically for our friends on the West Coast <laughs> because between 9 and noon out yeah. there, we're on noon to 3 here in the East. Well, in, in even, it's not even too late if you're, like, in Australia because it's, what, 12 hours difference? No, it's, it's pretty late. So it's, like, 3 in the morning there, right? It's 3 o'clock tomorrow morning already there. That is correct. Was but, it, you know, no, if you're, no, no, you were right. It was 12. It was 12 hours difference. 12 hours difference. Yes. So it's almost 3. It's almost 4 o'clock in the morning there. So unless you're a night owl or you're out looking for uh, creatures roaming around in Australia late at night. Yes. What kind of creatures? Koala bears? Uh, I, I don't know if ko koalas are night. I think they sleep at night. I don't think they're not. No, that's the best time to go get them. I think, and they're like, good eats too. I heard. No, they're not. I'm kidding. Not. I'm just kidding. How can I'm you kidding. even say By that? By the way, Steve is listening from Colorado Springs. Another one of our faithful lawyer fans. Don't forget, you can follow us. Just go in and hit follow. You become a follower. If you want to subscribe, where you get all the content, and it it won't cost you anything if you're an Amazon Prime member. Correct. If you're on Amazon Prime, you can subscribe to the show and get all the extra this bonus just features. one additional benefit yes. to the already fantastic Amazon Prime lineup. Because yes. you get all sorts of stuff with Amazon Prime, including Amazon videos and music. And now you get Twitch Prime for free, or at least one channel free per month. Right. And why not have that channel be us? It can, exactly. Because there's a lot of great channels. I mean, there's thousands and thousands of them. And we're one of the newest on Twitch, and we're, we're happy to be there. And, Don and so here's and the, whole the thing. Gang. If you are not using your Twitch Prime, even if you are, say, I don't know why you would want to, but even if you say, ah, you know what, I don't really need to have all the archival stuff, please subscribe anyway because it really does help us. Exactly. Um, it's the, you know, we, one of the things that all the different platforms that we used to be on before, we would just do it for free. Twitch Prime approached us because they now have this fantastic program for hosts where we can actually earn some money through the platform. Exactly. So this is you guys telling us thank you. Thank you for continuing and figuring out We will how not to be sending you NPR tote no. bags, though, for, as a token of our appreciation. But we will be having stuff. We'll be going on. What we love to do, we'll be traveling the show. 
and we'll take it around, and people can come well, out and say hi. And, and here's the thing: is like the more subscribers we have, <clears throat> we will finally be able to prove to people because Twitch is the only platform that we have now found that we can prove in the future how many people are listening. Exactly, because we'll have all the analytics. So this will help us with sponsors. This will help us continue. This will help us get better equipment so I can finally not be pulling my hair out. Um, so just subscribe. It's exactly. $4.99 if you do not have Twitch Prime per month. But if you do have Amazon Prime, it is free for you because you just designate your Amazon Prime and you link your Amazon Prime membership account to your Twitch exactly. Prime and boom. It's now, done. Steve from Colorado says, do you think I'm rich I'm rich to be able to have Amazon Prime? Pretty much everybody has Amazon Prime. Well, but some Not everybody does, obviously. But, but if you're a, a shopper, you do online shopping. It, to me, it is invaluable because I It's only I like do, 100 bucks a year. It's, I think and that it's not means, even that much anymore. I don't know. It's around there. So I think Maximum, the month, I, think I think it's is like $79 a month. And what happens is when you year. order a, 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 anything on Amazon, Prime gets you... Free shipping. Free shipping. It so is you're paying alone. you're paying more than that for shipping yep. if you're not getting it free from Amazon I mean, Prime. Think about it. If you order um, at least seven items on Amazon, and that's ten dollars shipping per item. Robin does that in a week. So I mean, it's it's <laughs> again, it's worth it. It is worth. And why? <laughs> where do you think those Bezos billions came from? No, exactly. The guy's a genius. You could like him, dislike him. The guy has changed the way the world thinks about shopping. They got the drones where they're going to deliver packages. Listen. That, they got drones. I saw there's a, there's a blimp. There's an Amazon blimp that releases drones, like a whole bunch of them. I think it's in uh I don't know if Asia. it's if, it, is it Is it over, overseas? It's overseas, I believe, and it's – oh, no, Africa, I believe. And it's so that um, Amazon can de- deliver to places that are very difficult to get to. By the way, this is how I think about Amazon. Robin, can you turn the heat off, by the way, right behind you? Are you hot? Yeah. I was cold this morning. Well, it's, it's nice out. It's beautiful. Sun's out. Spring. Robin's got the, the fireplace on tonight. So today. this is how I think about Amazon and Bezos. I might not like the guy. I might not like what he stands for, but – he runs a really tight ship, and Amazon has the best customer yes, service they do. out of but anybody. But there are a lot of people who and don't like about the employees well, are treated and all that stuff. That, but that happens in every big company. It, it happens in every big company. It's kind of the same way that I feel about uh, President Trump. I don't really like the guy, but I can't knock what he's doing. I mean, like, there's a lot no, of things. No, he's a genius. So, so, so that's why he's the richest man on earth. Well, Bezos, you mean? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Bezos is the richest man on earth. I know. Well, no, I think the guy that no, owns Rich, Alibaba. No, I think I think I'm Bezos. Look it up Jeff I be- Bezos, I believe, is now the richest man on earth. But it does. Does it really matter if you're number one or number two when you're worth bazillions well, of dollars? When you are saying somebody's <clears throat> the richest man on earth, then I want to see if you are correct or not. I think I am, Robin. No, I don't think so. I think it's the Alibaba owner. The guy with the forty thieves. Do you remember Alibaba and the forty thieves, Robin? Uh, yes. All right, I'm just checking. Check your knowledge. That was fictional, though, right? Alibaba didn't exist, did he? Uh, I saw the movies. I mean, they were great. But was Alibaba and the Seven Thieves a legit thing? By the way, we, if I had I mean, an was, NPR was, tote bag, I would gladly give it away to a lucky listener. 
for an unlucky listener. Anyway, let me get back to the other stuff while oh, you look you that up. you are correct, damn it. He is the world's richest man, Robin. You think I just make stuff up on this show? No, I know that there was a question about who it was, and it was the dude that, that um, owned Alibaba, which is the equivalent of Amazon. Correct. But now he's overtaken. Exactly. Even with his wife taking bazillions of dollars away from him, he's still the richest <laughs> man in the world. <laughs> just for banging around with Lauren Sanchez, who I actually know and worked with in California. Really? The woman Jeff Bezos uh, was cheating on his wife with, is a, was a uh, anchor in Los Angeles named Lauren Sanchez. She worked at Fox. Do you think she was worth it? Nobody's worth billions of dollars. Well, if you have, you know, you know how it's worth it. If you can give your wife, and I don't remember what the exact number is, if you can settle a divorce and give your wife, I know it was four percent of his total. Yeah, and, and it was and that's still more billions. money than anybody <laughs> in the history of the world will ever need to live. If you can do that, and still be the richest man on earth. That's one of those divorces that goes away very yep. quickly, very easily. Even though, even, And again, I'm not condoning the, the divorce, but people suffer when they get divorced. Kids suffer. I don't think Jeff Bezos' kids are suffering. I don't think anybody who's uh, working in the upper echelons of great companies like Amazon and you know, Netflix, you name them. But anyway, what was fake? The Amazon uh, food, Whole Foods uh, discounts? No. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, that's enough about Amazon. Um, but I got to get to the other us. sports stuff. AJ in Cincinnati is now on. Oh, here we love AJ in Cincinnati. Now that the AJ. Reds, now that the Reds have started winning ball games, and Yasiel Puig is not emptying the benches anymore, the Reds have gotten better. I would like people if they had to change their Twitter handle, their normal handle that we know them as. Mm-hmm. Um, if they, if somebody else had already taken it when they joined Twitch and they changed it, or they had to. Let us know what we know you as. But I know a lot of these people just by, like, I knew Steve. I saw Steve right. there. But I didn't know, like, Ken from Oakland had to tell me he was Ken from Oakland. Yes. And that's fine. Because we now need to know your new pseudonym, you know? Exactly right. Meanwhile, let me get back to some of the other sports. NBA, it's throwout. Yesterday was throwout Thursday. You know what they call it? Throwback Thursday. Right. Or what are the other nicknames for Thursday? Thirsty Thursday we used to do all the time, remember? Mm-hmm. Red Wine Friday, but Thirsty Thursday was always one of my good ones. That's a yes. typical top 40 radio disc jockey term. Hey, it's Thirsty Thursday, man. Let's pour one out. So anyway, so it, yesterday was throw out Thursday in the NBA. The season ended the night before, and coaches were being gassed all over the place, so to speak. I don't like to use that term, but it was an old sports term. Canned, fired, given the heave-ho. Well, I think that it, the gassed out... People now think that it was referring to um, Nazi concentration to Nazi camps. concentration, but it wasn't. It was about running out of gas. No, they say they would say somebody was gassed today, not yeah. gassed out, oh. gassed. So and so gassed him. That was back in the day when you can say that stuff, and everybody yeah, nobody well, looked into a deep, deeper, darker meaning eh, for saying it. That was still kind of bad. Okay, thank you, Ryan, Robin. Ryan. No, I said Robin. I got Ryan and Robin in there. So Memphis, the Memphis Memphis Grizzlies. Not only fired their coach yesterday, J.B. Bickerstaff, the son of uh, Bernie Bickerstaff, was his dad, longtime coach in the NBA. But J.B. Bickerstaff was fired. The GM, John Hollinger, was demoted. And they basically reshuffled the entire operation down there in Memphis. Remember, a couple years ago, Memphis looked like a rising team. And then... 
something went terribly, terribly wrong. A lot like VH1's behind the music with all those groups. Something always goes terribly wrong. Motley Crue, no matter who it is. They missed the playoffs for two years, and they basically trashed the entire organization. Cleveland, which was good, bad, good with LeBron, and now bad again. They fired Larry Drew. They didn't really fire him. I like the way they were. So Larry Drew has been the coach there. They won 19 games this year. All right, They lost LeBron James, obviously. A lot of the younger players got hurt. And at the end of the season, they go to Larry Drew and say, hey, we don't want to fire you because we look like real jerk-offs here. We did that. We already have enough problems. We're Cleveland. All right, our football team's getting better. <laughs> our baseball team's okay. But really, it's all about the Cleveland Cavaliers. LeBron won them a championship finally. Hometown kid goes home, and then he bolts again. So Cleveland's had a rough go of it. So now they stink again. 19 wins. And all the players loved Larry Drew. But so they sit down with him and say, you know, if we're going to blow this thing up again. We're going to try to figure out how to make the Cleveland Cavaliers good again. Let's part ways with her. Let's, so Larry Drew basically said, I'm not going to help you find a new coach to replace me. Because that's what they asked him. They said, hey, Larry. That's rude. We've got to do something here. You're not a terrible coach. You did a nice job considering you lost LeBron, considering you have all these young players hurt, and the team only won 19 games. He's, Larry Drew said to them, this is my read in the story, he did not want to be a part of a process where he had to help them find his replacement. Who the hell would do that? Yeah. If somebody says to you, you've done a good job here working for Company X, uh, but we want to find somebody better because we, we need somebody better to take our shit team and make them better, even though you did a nice job and everybody likes you, Larry. Let's <clears throat> say you stick around and help us find your replacement. Who the hell would say, yeah. That's a good idea. I'll the stick only back. way is that they owe you like three years of money and they pay you off right. to go away. They're, yeah. they're going to pay you off or they're paying you like a huge departure bonus. But no, they wanted to paint this as a mutual parting. Yeah, no. But they didn't want to say they were firing because they would look like jerks. Right. But they, but they didn't want to say he resigned because then he would look suspicious. So the bottom line is Larry Drew said, I ain't sticking around here to go find somebody who like, who – I'm supposed to find somebody who I think is better than me? Yeah. Who does that, really? That's just rude. Who, as, as the great Gary Radnich would say on KNBR in San Francisco. Who does that? Who has time? Nobody. Exactly right. Oh, well, the, the blimp dropping drones I hear was fake. No, I... I was, it was, a, it was, was a, it an, an artist... Fool's? No, it wasn't an April Fool's joke. It was a mock-up of what Amazon is going to do. Because we've heard for years they're going to use drones to deliver packages... So I, the blimp fit, the blimp video from last week was actually not work, right, was no, not going but on. They're, but they're working towards exactly, that. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So, it's, so it's, it's like a concept car. Yes. It's like a lot of it's like artist renderings of stadiums exactly. before they're built. They're still working towards it. It's not exactly. like it's, it's not, they're not going to do it. That's what they're hoping for. And that's Dean in Tampa and Clearwater giving me crap. The hell's the matter with you? Now, Steve, would um, he's actually coming to Philadelphia, and he would like us to recommend really good restaurants in Philadelphia. Well, we have the recommendations. I mean, just in our neighborhood alone. I know. Contact us, Steve. Um, uh, email TonyBrunoShow at gmail.com. Now, we'll Dean, of course, being the wise-ass, has to come on and says, Cleveland has as many championships as Philly in the last 10 years. I'm not knocking Cleveland overall. I'm just saying the Cavaliers, and I feel bad for Cleveland fans, especially the basketball fans. They get LeBron James as the top pick. He was a no-brainer. He's one of the greatest players of all time. He stays there. They don't win for a couple of years. And then, boom, contract is a free agent. 
Miami grabs him. He goes and grabs a couple of his buddies, Bosch and uh, Dwayne Wade, who was ready there. And then, boom, they win the championship. Then LeBron, after he gets that championship in Miami, says, you know, I'm going to go back. Because remember, he said, we're going to be one, two, three, four, five championships in Miami. They didn't win five championships. But hey, all players want to talk like they're going to go there and they're going to become the new dynasty. Yes. And Miami was damn good with LeBron. So then what happens? He goes back to Cleveland, and they win a championship for Cleveland. Because they were supposed to. That's why they got LeBron to begin with. Ray Allen was down there. They had a, that, that team in Miami was built for championships. And so I don't begrudge my LeBron James. He had every legal right. It's the whole process thing and the, what was it, the, uh, the announcement, whatever they called it, the decision. That's what it was. They made a big show, the decision on ESPN. And then they came out of the smoke and mirrors and fog. Listen, I understand it's all about hype. And these are great players that are coming out of the smoke. They're not like some fraud guy who, who thinks he's good, like Johnny Manziel who came out and thought he was great. And he never proved anything. These guys were proven great players. I don't have a problem with that. But the bottom line is, LeBron James won one championship in Cleveland, and they probably could have won a bunch of them if he had stayed there and not gone to Miami. Mm-hmm. Then he goes to L.A., and the team becomes worse, not because of him, because he was hurt and because they sucked. And now LeBron, as I've been saying for the last couple of days, wasted a year of his life going to Los Angeles thinking that he was going to go to the Western Conference where there's a lot of great teams and he was going to be a player. But he also made the Eastern Conference weaker so teams like Milwaukee and, and, and the Sixers can move up the food chain. So it actually helped the East, but it didn't help the West at all because he basically, the Lakers stink out loud. Well, don't you think that by him going to the Lakers, the Lakers kind of put all, they they, re, they put so much emphasis on him being a part of the team that when he got injured, they were kind of screwed. Yeah, but, but that, exactly. But LeBron didn't go there thinking they were going to be one of the worst teams in the right, league. Right. But, but, he, but they, they were. And so when you're the best player in the NBA and you're the guy everybody wants to woo and they tried to woo him here to the Sixers, during that same uh, pre-agency period, he goes to L.A. because, A, L.A., he can produce his movies out there. He can do all of his stuff that he wants to do forever after basketball's over. But he went to the wrong team. I'm not knocking him. It was his decision. I don't care what he does. I'm just saying that he wasted a year of his life, and it, did no, it had no impact, not only on the Lakers, but on the Western Conference playoffs because his team didn't even make the playoffs. That's the amazing thing. Playoffs? Playoffs? Don't, don't talk about Playoffs? You say playoffs? I gotta find that now. See, I gotta get better at this, Robin. I gotta up my game now. We need to find your 360 machine. That's what we need to do. Uh, Period. I have it here. Uh, end of story. Uh, playoffs? No, that's talking about horrible. Playoffs? A little buzz you kidding me? Yeah. I got a little playoffs? bug going there. Wow, that's bad. I gotta clean these up. I know. I don't have time for that though. We'll have to have. We'll we'll put Luigi on it. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> well, because honestly, I really I, I know how to do it, but I'm not as fast as Luigi is because he's familiar with iPads and stuff. Exactly. Anyway, let's get back to the business. So what else was I running by, down? Here? By the way, yes. I just we are doing something else new today. What are we doing new today? Um, I am. You say new or nude? <laughs> new. By the way, speaking of nude, did you see when we did the earlier update about Jay Cutler uh-huh. in, in that show? He gets naked all the time. Say what? Yeah, Jay I need Cutler. To start watching that. Yeah, I, I don't watch any of that crap. But if you look at the clips of that show, uh, what was it called again? Cavalieri, something Cavalieri. Um, 
It's Kristen Caballero's yeah. his wife. But what's it called? Um, you I had the video I up know, earlier, Robin. I know, but I don't have it it's up not now. Not simply Cavalieri. It's something. It's some stupid thing that sounds very like Cavalieri. very Cavalieri, which is what the approach to the show has been today, <laughs> like the Cleveland Cavalieri's. Now and I let me do my last NBA firing yesterday. Okay. This one's the most ridiculous one. So he's like, Cleveland got rid of Larry Drew. J.B. Bickerstaff is out in Memphis. And in Sac- Sacramento. And I have a lot of friends in Sacramento. I don't hate the city. I don't hate the people. But that's why the Sacramento Kings have always been and will always be one of the worst organizations in, in basketball, certainly in the NBA. You know, Cleveland's had a lot of bad luck. But Sacramento, Vladdy Divots is the GM there, and he's been the GM there for a couple of years. So what does he do yesterday, the day after the season ends, where his team won 39 games, which is the most games won by the Sacramento Kings in 10 years, over 10 years. So instead of saying, hey, we got a coach here who got us the most wins, we lost Boogie Cousins, our team's a mess, and he still got us to 39 wins and finished in the ninth seed in the Western Conference. What does Vladdy do? He gets himself a contract extension first to make sure he takes care of himself. He gets to the organ of the owner to give him a contract extension through 22-23. So he's set until 22-23. Then he fires his general manager, Brandon Williams, and then fires his coach, Dave Yeager, a guy who won 39 games for a shit team in Sacramento. Yeager? Jaeger, and now he's available. This guy Jaeger was in Memphis a few years ago and made the playoffs three, 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 three straight years with the Memphis Grizzlies, who now got rid of him and now got rid of two other coaches since then. He was a true Jaeger meister. Yes, he was. He was doing Jaeger bombs. But that to me, bloody divots. Not only did he get a new contract extension, though, I've learned that there's even more involved. You know what else he got? He got unlimited, unfiltered camels. Cases of cases of unfiltered camels. Oh, so he can continue. Well, he used to do it. The old joke was like, Vladdy Devots was one of those guys who smoked. Yeah. And we always joke about it. he'd have a pack of, uh, a, a pack of camels like wrapped up. up in his jersey. He probably still smokes camels. Unfiltered? Unfiltered, yeah. You got to go. If you're going to go hardcore as a smoker, you're not going to go to like Benson and Hedges. So even when I was a smoker back in the day. Or Parliament Lights. I could not do unfiltered. No, for me neither. One, for one, you'd get the tobacco. Like yeah. every now and then it would come out. You had to be professional. You had to be professional to know how to smoke back then. Ugh. I tried it because when I used to buy Lucy's, not, not the woman Lucy, they used to sell loose cigarettes in uh-huh. local corner uh, bodegas back then. We didn't call them bodegas. They were basically corner stores right. where they sold gum. They didn't have lottery tickets back then. They sold gum, soda. They had a pinball machine in there. You know, one of those joints. Uh-huh. And rolling papers, whatever you needed. And then the guy in the back would have a pack of Winston's or Marlboro's. And he would sell you two cigarettes for a nickel. Now, remember, a pack of cigarettes back then was like 40 cents. So the guy made a lot of money selling them loose. Yeah. And he would sell them to kids. It was all illegal shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, parents didn't know. You go on in, you come yeah, home, and you I smell know. like smoke. That's when I started smoking at age 11. Buying loose cigarettes because I couldn't afford a whole pack of yeah, cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. So I'd buy two for a nickel. How long would it? How long would it take you to smoke two? Did like oh, one night? You, oh, would you? Would you smoke it and then save it? No, no. What do you think? I'm a bum. Well, I don't know. I was just you know. a poor ass guy. I was just a poor now, punk kid. When I was growing up, I didn't start at 11, but a lot of my friends around <laughs> 15 would start to uh, smoke 14, 15, and we had the the. Uh, packages of sh- they called it Sheck. 
Shack. Shack. Drum tobacco in a pack. Oh, the loose bag, tobacco. Loose you tobacco. Yeah. And they would roll their own. And it was way but cheaper. But it wasn't than- pipe because pipe tobacco. You no, could, no, no, no. It was this cigarette. was cigarette tobacco. Cigarette tobacco. Yeah. And they would all roll their own. Well, yeah, and we all roll our own now. By the way, our good buddy Justin Credible says Vladi Divac probably rides camels to the games also. <laughs> I mean, that's wrong now. Is that racist? Um, probably. Probably. Isn't everything racist now? Uh, at this point. No, my dad used to smoke Lucky Strikes. Because uh, people are saying, Mike, who's your Mike? Says, my dad used to smoke non-filtered Lucky Strikes. My dad smoked Lucky Strikes non-filtered. Back in the day, back in the 50s and 60s, a lot of people smoked. A lot of guys smoked yeah. unfiltered cigarettes. Ugh, I tried one once, but then it gets stuck on your, on your lip. And then you pull it out of your mouth and it rips your lip off. <laughs> Do you ever have that app? Even with a filter when yes. you smoke. Now, I haven't smoked for 20 years, so... I quit smoking with uh, with a uh, hip, hypnosis. No, oh, not acupuncture. Oh, you tried acupuncture. Hypnosis. It didn't work, and then you did the hypnosis. And then I called, uh, what's his name, Ray, and for Chantix, but then they got rid of him. They hired a turkey instead to replace him. Have you noticed the Chantix commercials? No. Ray Liotta was doing them. Yeah, it's a, it's a cartoon turkey. For, so Ray Liotta... Went from being the spokesman for Chantix. How do you like how? And then they being replaced, replaced him by a turkey with a fake turkey, not even a real turkey. <laughs> Ridiculous. And I remember back in the day, and I'm getting a lot of great deems. Baseball managers like Sparky Anderson of the Detroit uh-huh. Tigers. You would see it. Who was the other guy? There was a bunch of managers. You're not allowed to smoke in a dugout in right, baseball, right. but they would go hide in the tunnel right near the, behind the bench, and uh-huh. you could see them smoking a cigarette because you know when you're yeah, when you're yeah, sitting yeah. around in a baseball, you're managing a game for. Three well, hours, and then they would go in the tunnel and then smoke and pop it so nobody would see it, but everybody saw it. But when smoking got banned, that's when a lot of guys started chewing tobacco, yes, so that they could get the nicotine. And then all of a sudden, because guys thought chewing was much safer than yeah. than smoking cigarettes. You know, you know who used to chew, and I think he's finally stopped. The last time we talked to him was Tim Cates. He was he would. Have a wad in his. Oh mouth. yeah, I know. Remember when we you know had- why? Because he played my he played baseball out in California when the weather's yeah. always nice, and a lot of those kids would start chewing because they'd see Lenny, they'd see all the major league guys with that big wad in their mouth. Oh my god! And I remember so doing a lot I, back then. I was doing stuff for ESPN, and I was sent out to go interview Lenny Dykstra because it was the big scare, and you know the one guy had to have his face cut out, and it was a big deal yeah. about going into like major a big league, old freaking hole on the side of your going teeth. In, and then the throats and all the stuff, yeah. and the, so they would bring these people out who suffered from debilitating. Uh, cancer yeah. situations in the mouth and their throat Ugh. because they smoke sick because they chewed, chewed tobacco. Chewing tobacco, and and then it became a big deal. Hey, you know, Larry Dykstra, are you going to stop chewing? And he said, uh, I don't know. And, you know, he would he wouldn't stop anything because yeah. Kurt Schilling and those guys, they those guys were chewing tobacco, and then a lot of them actually walked away because they 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 finally got scared straight. Yeah, you know when they when the guy with the throat. Uh, voice box would go around into the dugouts. Well, I remember one commercial that had a guy that actually had a hole in the side of his cheek. You could see through into his mouth. Yep. Jim Leland. I mean, a lot of managers used to go and smoke a cigarette and hide it in the... Unbelievable. And here's the other thing. Like... I, I used to be a smoker, but there would be every now and then, like if you borrowed somebody, like you ran out and you would smoke somebody's unfiltered and you'd get a few of those tobacco uh, things in your mouth and you would taste that tobacco. It was nasty. You know what's even the worse? The idea then of putting an entire wad in your mouth was no, just it's awful. disgusting. But the one thing that really always bothered me, and I did it, but I hated it, is like you'd, you'd light up a cigarette 
And then somebody say, hey, man, can I have a hit of that? It's not like weed where it doesn't matter. It tastes the same. But they would put their mouth on your... It's not even that their mouth. It would be like somebody takes a hit off your cigarette. Then when you take your hit again, it tastes terrible. There's, when you smoke your own cigarette, you want to smoke your own cigarette. It's not like bums who pick up uh, you know, butts that aren't finished and they pick it up and they light it and there's only like a quarter of an inch left and they yeah, want to yeah, get yeah, that yeah. last pit out of it. I mean, that's just, that's sad. Well, and they're digging through the ashtrays and stuff like that to find it. It's ugh. exactly. I long story short. Yes, you and don't I don't smoke cigarettes. Yeah, don't smoke cigarettes, and you and I are both very, very glad. And that don't do drugs, you, kids. You stopped smoking twenty years ago. It was? At least I don't even remember. It's longer than that. And I, I was kind of an off and on smoker, but I officially stopped ten years ago. It was right because after, of me. Well, it wasn't because of you, but it helped. Damn you, right, it helped. Because I wouldn't allow you to smoke in my house. Yep. And I threw your ass out into Venice Beach <laughs> so that bums would circle you and shame you. And then they started saying, shame, shame, shame. You know why? You know why? Because you wouldn't give them that cigarette. You, you smoked it all the way down to the filter, and they were looking for one last hit off that cigarette. I stopped smoking. Obviously, you had a big part <laughs> to do with it. But I stopped smoking because I suddenly started to feel like I was constantly phlegmy. I, I had the, not Dave Fleming, of course, who does a great job with no, the San Francisco Giants. Chest, I had constant chest congestion, and I um, I noticed that my voice was affected. And Absolutely, I, and and I did not want to become one of those women that has a really lovely voice. And that's really that always scares me because I when I'm watching a movie or a TV show and I see a lot of actresses, oh, you know immediately. You if know, and, and guys, when guys get that throat, it's like, oh, he's got a nice deep yeah. cigarette. A, a beechwood aged. It was like the beechwood aged means it was beer soaked and nicotine soaked voice. In a guy, it sounds okay, but when a woman gets that sound, like who was the hot chick that was in? Uh, she was smoking hot uh, for a long time, and she was yeah, in, she was uh, in uh, 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 Emerald Stone. That the stone. Yeah, uh, what's her uh, name? Uh, damn it. She was she was in a bunch of movies. She was like she was the, the shit voice back of the, the cartoon character in Roger Rabbit. Yeah, what was um, her name? Somebody give it to me here because it's it's an hello. Outline. Brain fart. Um, I'm I'm almost thinking of it. Somebody, somebody, somebody. Dean, you'll know because you know everything. The chick that was in what, that movie that the the one where what's his face breaks into the into the through the glass door and goes in and makes love to her. Kathleen Turner. Kathleen thank you. Turner. Ken thank from you. Oakland, thank course. you, Ken. I forgot. Ken's on here. So Hold Kathleen on. <laughs> Turner, right, was just, was absolutely smoking. Every guy like, wow, oh my god, amazing, beautiful. And then she smoked, and then like ten years after, she sounds like a she sounds like a witch, and, and because it's affected her voice and her. Well, uh, she was also an alcoholic, and she. Well, that doesn't hurt. And, and but you can tell when somebody smokes a long time. It really affects oh, the way yeah. you sound. Yep. It affects the way you breathe. The, it affects everything. The chick, well, I think I think she's dead now. The the wife of Superman um, in the first Superman movie. Oh, yeah. She just died recently. Yeah. She went a little bit crazy. But she was the same thing. Her voice sounded yep, horrible. Exactly. Smoker, smoker. So, yes. I did not want to end up like that. Luigi used to smoke when we met him. Yes. We shamed him into stopping because he would come and he was like an intern for us. He would come to, the, to Dockside where we were doing our show. <laughs> and he would come by, and, and I'd say, did you go out and smoke? And he'd he say, no. And lie. And he'd lie. And you could, that's one thing. <laughs> Especially if you're an ex-smoker, you can smell smoke on somebody. You know, like people make out. I, I used to smoke, and I used to make out with my wife. Maybe every once in a while, and make out with another chick, depending on the, the, the mood. And you know it. You know it when somebody's smoking. Yes. 
because it smells on your you hair. I mean, you like people not- who work in restaurants, I always felt bad for the flight attendants and the people who worked in smoke-filled bars. Like, there are still, like, in the casinos, there are places where you can smoke, and you can tell. Though I would say, wow, when you work in a, in a place where smoking's allowed now, Ugh. and you go home at night, everything smells. Your now, shoes, so everything. We, we love some of the remotes that we've done up at Parks Casino. Yep. yep. But the one thing that they do not have down yet. Well, they probably have. We haven't been there in a we while. Have, that's true. They have we to have a good ventilation but system. When Vegas had the best ventilation system ever, you could be standing right next to a smoker. It's the only place I've ever been that this was that this worked. You could be standing right next to a smoker and you would not smell it because it got sucked right up above them. It sucked even better than it Jay did. Cutler sucked. It did, and they then and then they piped in like <laughs> perfume and it was awesome. Um, but there are places, other locations where, you know, you would have the smoking section and then you'd have the non-smoking section yeah. right next to it. And it's like, hello, it just intermingled. Yeah, it was like the airplanes where they smoke yeah. The first five, 10 rows were not smoking. And then the seat right behind like row 10 or whatever the row was, yes. was, was was smoking. Like a person sitting, if I'm in the not, and I used to sit in the back when I smoked. I would fly with my kids. I'd smoke in a plane. It was a, it was a loser because you didn't care. Right. You, you, because oh, you I can remember my and you dad were allowed smoking. to do it. My you dad, were when I was when I was really young, you know, the the airlines still had smoking sections, and I can remember my dad would book us in a non-smoking section when we would travel together. He smoked, my mom didn't. But um, how about the poor bastard who's in non-smoking in the, first, in the well, last row of the non-smoking? I can remember him getting up, and then he would just walk three rows behind or whatever to the smoking section that supposedly, you know, it had some kind of invisible barrier. Exactly. <laughs> you would not be able. No, to- I would always sit in the back to. to respect the other people the few people who weren't smoking on the plane because a lot of people smoked back then i mean a lot of people and yes. luckily but you know what you know what's sad to me though is the number of women i see smoking I now well, it's like every chick in south philly there smokes. are more people here in philadelphia that smoke that i've seen on the west Coast and there's good reasons unfortunately now some people say we nerves. Are, and we're proud of luigi he yes. mentioned he's been four years smoke free we're very proud of him yeah no it's it's hard yes. listen now, i'm not mocking people who have nicotine nicotine oh, yeah, addiction it's hard it's one of the hardest but addictions to crack but it is worth it yes it is it really is and there's other ways to get nicotine, but to me, you got to do a cold turkey. I know some of the people work with Chantix and the gums and all that other stuff, and if that helps you stop, but you have to want to stop. Yeah. That's the problem with cigarette smoking. Everybody says, you know, I'm going to quit someday. If you don't want to quit, you're not going to quit. You have to make a decision that that's it. That's my last cigarette. As hard as it is, you can wean yourself off, but that's the thing with these jewels and stuff. Because people are buying jewels. The vapor things, mm-hmm. but they're still getting nicotine. Well, and that's the decision you have to make because fifty percent of an addiction is a mind addiction rather than the substance addiction. Right. And for me, the way I quit was I did. They didn't have jewels back, you know, ten years ago. But right. They had the equivalent, the electronic cigarette, same thing. And um, I chose to do it cold turkey without nicotine, and I chose the non-nicotine filter uh, cartridge. Right. And so it just had some kind of a flavor in it, but it had no nicotine. And you people don't understand that the first three days is your body withdrawing from nicotine. After that, all the rest of your toughness of, of withdrawal is all in your mind. Absolutely. So if you can get past those first three days and do it cold turkey with no nicotine and then have something else that helps you through the mindset, you're going to be fine. No, that's again. If you're if you're a smoker, we understand. The one the one thing I do, if I don't do, I don't tell somebody to do something that I haven't done. 
I quit smoking. You know, I'm proud of it. It was hard. I did. But I'm not going to be like one of, I'm not one of these militant ex-smokers. I'm not going to tell, I'm not going to shame people who are smoking because I know how hard it is to do it. Like, I've never been a cocaine addict. I've never been a drug addict, luckily. And I, I smoked weed a little bit when I was a kid. I never liked it. I don't like it to this day because I don't like what it makes, how it makes me feel. But I don't deny anybody an opportunity to smoke. But I don't do that. I'm not one of these do as I say and not as I do. So I'm speaking from the part of going through the process of quitting the nicotine addiction. And it's really, really hard. So I, I honor all those people who try to do it. I know a lot of people. My sister Marie, she was a bad smoker. And she finally quit when she was in the hospital. Yeah, because nobody would bring her cigarettes. Exactly. And then, <laughs> so she actually got to wean herself off because she couldn't get up and move because she yeah. broke her femur. And so she was bedridden for a long time. And that was the perfect time for her to stop smoking because they couldn't bring cigarettes in. She couldn't get up and walk and go outside. And you can't smoke anywhere in a hospital. You can't even smoke like within 20 feet of a building now. So that helped her quit smoking cigarette because she got away from it and now she doesn't smoke so anyway it's mind over matter it's the hardest thing to do how about the smell of scotch does that bother you robin mm. like if somebody's been drinking and you don't even have to be drunk and stumbling but somebody drinks a lot of brown liquor we got brown liquor johnny a lot oh, of our yeah, friends it doesn't, it doesn't bother me bother it doesn't bother because <laughs> you know when you're when you get close to somebody and their hair smells good and you're joe biden and you say hey your your hair smells terrific but then you smell somebody who's really nice, and you're saying, wow, look how pretty, and you go over to kiss her, uh-huh. if you're a guy or if you're a woman, and you go over to kiss another right, woman, right, right. and you have that really bad, like, not cigarettes breath, but like bourbon breath or scotch breath. It's not appealing to me. Now, I'm not, I'm not yeah. going to say that I'm not going to go over and, you know, play uh, tonsil kind of, hockey. Yeah, tonsil. I don't want to go that far. <laughs> <laughs> the smell of cheap scotch is, is really real. The smell of cheap anything is bad. Cheap yeah. perfume, cheap scotch. There are certain things that don't that smell worse. Scotch is not one of the ones that bothers me that much, I guess, unless it's like stale scotch. You know, there's, there's scotch gets stale as soon as it goes into your mouth and you swallow no, it. The residue. No, there's there's a difference because if you sm- if if you've ever been around an alcoholic, like you know that is, and and they have that that kind of sicky, stale alcohol that's coming through their pores. All right, Rob, we're, we're dealing with a lot of real, but these are real world issues. Though. I know we're not making stuff up. We're dealing with things that we all react to as human beings. Well, here's a real world issue that I need to deal with just, and it's going to take me two seconds. And I just want to warn people that you're not going to hear any sound for about. Is this a test of the emergency broadcast system? No, no, no. I just need to load the volume track into a different scene so I can change the cameras. Oh, okay. um, for whatever reason, it disappeared, and I found out the hard way when we went dead air. So you are not going to hear sound. So I'm going to pause for just two seconds? Just two seconds. Just pause. Tell me when, though. I'm going to pause. Okay, pause. Can I go take a leak in there two seconds, you think? Why don't you do that? No, I don't need to take a leak. Okay. I'm good. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, you're not going to hear sound just for a second. Okay. Um, whoops, this one's not the one. No, that's not it. Which one is it? I don't know. Right, I can't either. see. This is it. That was more than two seconds, Robin. Give me a second. Are we still on? Now we're back on. Justin Credible said, I just heard Robin fart. 
Is that true? Did you fart, Robin? No. I didn't hear it. How could you hear it? <laughs> How can Justin hear it? I don't know, but it's not true because I am. But the, it's back on now. Okay, so good. good. We can talk again. Yes, you. By can the way, you again. lied. There was at least ten seconds, it was maybe not. more. Yes, it was. Don't lie to people and say two seconds. It's like when Chuck Woolery would go to commercial break on uh, that dating show he did. Remember? And uh-huh. he'd say, "We'd be back in two and two. He was actually right because it was two minutes and two seconds. Because he wouldn't literally be back in two minutes because by the time they went back to the show, you have to add two seconds. Ah. So that was the last time somebody actually told you a time reference, and he was right. Chuck Woolery, back in the day. Remember the dating show he, he hosted? Yes. What was it called, Robin? Um, wasn't it the dating show? No, it had a, it had a name. Bob from Valley Forge, who's one of our favorite people. We never lost audio, by the way. So why were you telling people not to... to to, to pause. They didn't have to pause. They just keep listening. Well, yeah, they keep up. I wanted you to pause. Just take a breath. The men all pause. Um, How many seconds? Oh, Bob from Valley Forge has just checked in. He ran a stopwatch on it. Love Connection. Thank you. Uh, oh, yes. Thank yes, you, yes, Bear yes, Catter. Love Connection. That was good. Love Connection with Chuck Willer. We'll be back in two and two. That means two minutes and two seconds for those of you who are looking for those nuanced inside television knowledge that only you can only get on this show. By the way, uh, how many seconds was that break? Exactly. Thank you, Bob. I also I want to give a Twitter follower great love today. Because okay. I don't like to steal people's material without crediting them, like a lot of people do. My favorite tweet this morning on Twitter when I was looking through my feed, at Tony Bruno Show on Twitter, at Miss Robin Austin on Twitter, and at Luigi Curto 22 And uh, the, the, uh, it's Sports Liker is his name on Twitter, Sports Liker, which is a great name, but his real name is at Ian Murray 7 Robin, that wasn't a fart. Robin just threw a, an empty water bottle on the ground. That's later. You know, you're, you're now, you're contributing to climate change and global warming now? Yes. Good. Uh, this is the, uh, this is his tweet this morning from Sports Liker. The best basketball player on the planet is Greek Nigerian. One-third of the guys in the NHL are from the same town in Ontario. <laughs> so the Greek freak, Giannis, I'm gonna, has been declared so now the best player in the NBA. The best player in basketball, not just in the NBA, in the world. And he's an amazing player. The, the reason why most people are calling him now the best player on earth, A, because LeBron is not as... The Greek freak is just a monster. He's a big guy. He plays... Offense and defense. Yes. So he's an all-around great player. And I don't think many people will disagree. James Harden's a great There's great players. But if you had to pick one guy right now, and I agree with this, I think the Greek freak, who's part Greek and part Nigerian, is the best player on the planet. If anyone disagrees, tap water is not better than bottled water, Dean. Well, it depends on where you are. Yeah, but nowhere is it better than. No, the, there are certain. Locations I'm not talking about pure. To... Like, there's some waters like Aquafina and and uh, what's the other one that are owned by Pepsi and Co- and uh, Pepsi owns one, Coke owns the other one. There's Aquafina, which I believe is a Coca-Cola product. They bought it out, and then there's another one. Those are purified water. So basically, it's tap water that's put through a filter and into a bottle. Spring water supposedly comes from the springs, and they have to document that or they can't call it spring water. Right. There's nothing cleaner than spring water, depending on which one you get. And all, they all, For me, Aquapana, P-A-N-N-A, is the crispest, cleanest water. Fiji water is crisp. 
There's just you don't. There's no taste. It's there just was clean. a good. There was also um, when we were at the Super Bowl, Michael Irwin came by with. But a that's pH. a that's a pH water. That was really good. Yeah, but that's regular water. But then the pH content is adjusted because there's a proper pH. That's why tap water, even though it may not taste bad to you, and you, you go into some places and you turn on the tap, the water tastes awful. You can't even drink a pill with it. It tastes so bad because there's so many chlorine and other chemicals in it to purify the water. But to me, when you have tap water, no matter where it's from, still has lead in it. Some, you know, right. minuscule amount, but it when still has fluoride, lead, fluoride chlorine, right. all these other things. It's not bad for you. And people drink. Ta- I used to drink water out of a hose when I was a kid. We didn't have bottled water. We used to turn the hose on. No, there's something there's, really amazing. And it tastes nasty. Yeah. If well, you try it now, when you go outside, say you're outside and it's hot, and, you, and there's a hose nearby, you I pick know, it up. You're going to drink it because you're you're, you're parched. But then you're going to say, it God, like it tastes summer. No, it tastes awful. <laughs> I'd rather drink water out of a fire hydrant than drink water out of a hose. The pH levels. I'm not saying the pH levels in bottled water are perfect either. But that's why they have water. Now they have vitamin water and all these other waters. But the one Michael Irvin was promoting was called pH 80, which is his number. Yes. But that's also the perfect pH. Level. For your, because you, you want to have the alkalinity level in Correct. your body. Because when you're drinking water, it is the essence of earth. It's the essence of life. Apparently, people don't get enough alkaline stuff in their uh, through exactly. foods and things and so it's it's good for you and it improves all of your bodily functions exactly because when you put when you make when you a, a fish aquarium you adjust the ph level so the fish can live right yes fish are, are some fish are are their ph balance is important yeah or they don't live correct same thing with swimming pools when people put have their swimming pools out unless you just have a blow up pool like i used to i had the big one though i had the three level, level one you know the three level you blow up the little pools. Uh huh. Oh yeah, and it had three rings. Yeah, I, that's that was my. I, I was <laughs> yeah, when I started yeah, making yeah, money. I went with the three, three rings because you know you blow up the little baby pool with the one ring, but then when you start making some money, like I did when I was younger, you get the three rings. Screw that! You just get the plastic one. You don't have to blow up at all. I uh, know, nah, but we couldn't afford the plastic one. By the way, uh, Eckett eighty seven fifty says <laughs> that is correct. We are too acidic. Yeah, we need more alkalinity yeah. in the water. And you know what I do though, because I. When I don't have uh, the proper pH, the pH up and pH down chemicals, uh-huh. I just throw an EverReady battery in my water, and it becomes very alkaline. But um, bum. Hey, uh, it's expensive I, too. Serious, thank you so very much. We just got fantastic little uh, bits, bits in tip, the tip jar. Bits and bits in the tip jar. Just a tip for just a second. That's all you need to do on this show. So, so let me explain. Aqua bana, aqua, uh, aqua. What is it? Aquafina, Aquafina is Pepsi, and what's the uh, what's the one Coke's equivalent of water? They're uh, the ones that are in all the machines that cost a dollar, and it's like two cents yeah, worth of water. Yeah, and all it is 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 purified, purified. tap water, right? It's, and it tastes good. I'm not knocking it. Water Pe- that's been boiled and then cooled off. Yeah, hand. more people do it by, by Aquafina, and what's the? I can't think of the, Dasani. 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 There's Dasani, which is owned by Coke, and Aquafina is owned by Pepsi, and it's just basically purified water. And here's the amazing thing, and I've said this before. When people go to a vending machine and they're thirsty and they have to put, say, a dollar, which is pretty low now because depending on where you are, some some bottles are like $3. You put $3 or $2 in a vending machine, are you going to take a bottle of water or a bottle of soda? And you know what most people will choose, Robin? What? The bottle of soda. You know why? Because they think water is just water 
Therefore, I'm getting a better value by buying soda. They feel gypped if they're going to pay the same amount for a bottle of water versus a bottle of soda. Correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, For those of you who are on um, Periscope right now, I just I'm putting a little teaser video out there. Teaser, yes, teaser. This Who's, is, is where, there somebody stripping at least? This is where you need to go. This is where you can find us, and the sound is fantastic. Go to Bruno Nation Live on Twitch TV. This right there. Yep. Go in there. Oops. Uh oh. I accidentally <laughs> did something. Our buddy's serious now. Here says he only drinks soda if there's alcohol in it. Well, so go to twitch.tv slash Bruno Nation Live. If you are a member already, just sign up. But this is where you can listen to us, and it's fantastic, and we love you. Yes, um, we do. And that's, that's what you need we to do. That's you. how come you cannot hear us very well. We on love Periscope you a long time. Because you are not logged. You don't have any of this. You need to go to twitch.tv forward slash Bruno Nation Live yep. so that you can see the video and hear us. Amazing. And if you're in a, if you're in a car and you're driving around you can, you, and you want to save a data because you're traveling around on your internet, on your data service, and you don't, you, you don't really need to watch us in your car, you want to hear it, just go to Twitch and you can t- t- pick the audio-only option so you just hear the show instead of hearing it and seeing it. Right. And and if for some reason you can't go to Twitch at all and you can and and the the you can also go to Spreaker. 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 Spreaker will allow you to listen to audio only and we are live on there right now as all well. All right. So Spreaker and then you can get the audio and video. You will, if you are a subscriber to Bruno Nation Live on Twitch, then you get archived material. So if you miss the show, Yesterday, my, we've done shows every day this week, and we're going to do them every Monday to Friday from noon to 3, and then we will do doing an additional shows. Luigi Curto did his Funk and Fantasy show last night on our Twitch stream. So that's going to be the future of this show on twitch.tv slash Live, and you can follow us on there. You can get into the chat board. We're watching it live, and Just we can keep, we can go keep right track. right there to sign up. Yep. And then you'll see the video. You can join the chat room. And it is on Twitch TV forward slash Bruno Nation Live. Go Boom. there now. Boom. And now I'm going to hang up on, on you Periscope people so that you can join us on the other channel. Exactly. So there you are. We're breaking it all down. Dean is now giving me water lessons because he's, he's posting uh, ABC News business studied bottled water, safer tap water. Listen, it's what you like. Water is good. Water's not... People are drinking filthy water in third world countries, unfiltered. People are naked and afraid have to take those bottles with the filters in them because they die and get malaria. Well, you know, they always... I, I always think Clean it's so water is stupid. the most important thing on earth. Naked and afraid, most of them, or even... What's the other one? No, I think it's naked and it's afraid. It's naked where and afraid. Naked and afraid where they're allowed to bring one, quote-unquote, hide them from home, right? And... A lot of people bring fire starters or nobody. I have not seen one single person bring one of those um, straws, the filter straws. They're not straws. They're bottles, and you just take the filthy water. No, they and then now you have throw- one that is a straw that you can actually – you can literally – You're going to put a straw in dirty water and trust it to clean out all of the diseases it is, in there? there? It is – scientifically designed it is one of the bit best filters and they specifically made it for places that have really horrible water and you can stick this straw that has all these amazing 
scientific filter inside of it, and it will clean out whatever water it is. That's nonsense. The same thing I, with those filters you put on your tap water. You know the ones, the pure ones that you stick on the end of your faucet? There's no way that it, it filters it a little bit, but there's no way that something is running through a filter that quickly, and a small filter is going to take out a lot of stuff. I it's going would, to take out a little bit. You know what? I'm going to pull it now, up. The Brita, By the way, the I pure, just want to... The pure water, the one, the, the, the canisters, yes. where there's the one well, that's... you can't uh, carry that with you when you're traveling. I understand that. But I'm talking about if you want to make your tap water cleaner, you know, you have the... There's one that's uh, the new one, which is like a seven-stage filtration. Right. And then the original one's the Brita filter, mm-hmm. and that does a nice job. If you don't want to drink tap water. But then there's another, the newer one, which is zero water. Right. That's the one. But it's expensive. The filter replacements are expensive because it's going through seven-stage filtration. It's like vodka. You buy cheap vodka. If you you filter it over and over and over again, you may not be able to tell the difference between rot-gut vodka and really top-shelf vodka because of the filtration. That's what makes it better. Okay. Or tastes better. Sold by REI. It's called Life Straw Water Filter made by Vestergaard. Vestergaard? Didn't and he play the right wing for the Toronto Maple Leafs last night up there? It is. It is. Um, with easy. Mitchell Marner. I think he's on the right side with Mitchell Marner up there with Toronto. It takes up little space in your backpack. It is the lightest filter available. How long? Is like a regular? How thick is it? It's thick. It's like this thick. You know, like oh. a, you know. Not that thick, but so it's, it's like a it's like a it's like a doobie. It's like a fat doobie. How long is it? Uh, is it the length or the width that matters here? The it's one point two inches wide and eight point eight inches long. I saw that at Mysteries at the Museum. They always identify the thing. It's two inches. But listen, wide. To this. so here. How, how long is it again? Let me write this down. Eight point eight inches. Eight point eight inches. All right, I can measure that. The hollow fiber filter membrane <laughs> offers a high flow rate. Sip on the straw, and it filters the water while it's in while it's on the way to your mouth. That's impossible. Listen to this. A .2 micron filter physically removes 99.9999% of all bacteria. So say you're, say, you're in the, say you're in India and people are like washing their clothes and pooping in, the, in one of those really nasty it's gonna trenches. Re- you're, you would put that straw in if that that's water. that's only water available to well, you? Well, yeah, because that's the only yeah, water. That's well, of what course. we're talking about. Hello? But would you take that chance? Would you? If, that, <laughs> if the water yes, is brown and it's laden with feces, if it is the and only water and, available to you, and you are going to die without water, you can live without food for up to three weeks, I believe. I it know is. it's called a survival straw. I mean, to me, just give me one of those damn things you put on your back. What are those? I bought my son one when he was like skiing all the time. The things that people wear. But you run out. This, this. No, I understand that. What is that thing called that you put on your back and it's like a straw that comes around yeah, and you can drink the, out of it? The, the, it's got a name. Uh, it's not a Boda bag, but it's kind of that same No, idea. that's a cheap wine bag. But this will filter up to 264 gallons before the filter is used up. But, okay, but you're doing it one sip at a time. You're not pulling water out. Correct. Like they have the, the portable filters that you take with you that campers use. Which is a bottle but thing. On Naked and Afraid, this is what I would bring. Are they allowed to bring that? Why wouldn't they provide that? Because I get it. You know, you get a choice. If you, there's only three things you really need. Because what they want is they want somebody to die because no, it they gets don't. better ratings. They have emergency people there. <laughs> They're not going to have anybody die. They would be sued out of existence. Even Michael Avenetti could win that case. And he's going to prison for 150 years. Anyway, here's the thing. If, you're, if I'm going to get naked and go in some jungle somewhere... I only need three things. If they're only going to give you a choice of three things, one is a machete. Camelback. That's the word you were looking for. Not camel toe. That's something else. 
Camelback, no, here's what you need. A machete, water filtration, and a fire starter stick. One of those things where you just flick it and it makes it. That's all you need. Because then you can hunt. You can look for food. You can have water to drink where you can survive on Mm -hmm. water alone for a long period of time. And then you need a fire starter to make fire. Now a lot of people bring the fire stick and not the water purifier because they then they use some stupid primitive coconut shell to like get the diseases out of the water. They'll like try to boil their water with wood when it's still not going to be able to make it, and they don't make enough of it to survive. That's I the know. point. These people are stupid, and these people are like survivalists. I saw a guy the other night eating like roots. That's fine. You take you pull roots out of the ground, mm-hmm. you clean it off, and you eat them. But I'm not eating bugs or any of that stuff. Protein. That's stupid. I ate the protein I want. Meanwhile, Luigi's having his own separate show now on our Twitch feed. Luigi's in there. Serious, once again, he was so funny. He 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 tipped us another three bits so that he could make it to the leaderboard. He's atop the leaderboard he, right now? Sirius is now the top tipper. Is he at Amen Corner yet? That's what I want to know. He is, is he on the he first nine? He has surpassed Crapple Joe. Is he on the first nine? Or the second nine. I tried to show that to you yesterday because yeah, I was telling I you all the parlance. Patrons, first nine, and second nine. Augusta National has their own lingo. Yes, they do. And you speak the master's lingo. <laughs> Luigi says, when you when where you 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 know where you don't run out of water? The mall. That's dangerous and takes a lot of effort to escape as well. <laughs> He's absolutely <laughs> Oh, those water fountains in most of those places are terrible, too. They ever go up to a water fountain in, like, a, a public building? Yeah. And it just tastes like garbage. Especially if somebody hasn't run it for a while. Like, people – I this is one thing that I've learned a long time ago, living in Arizona, and I do it automatically now, is that when you go to a water fountain, you let it run for, like, five seconds yeah. before you put your mouth to it because otherwise the water's really hot. But it's actually a good idea anyway. Yeah, because, because the, the, the water is still sitting yes. in the pipe from the, the distance from where the source is. Right. And, it's, and if it's sitting around, especially if it's outside in a public park, mm-hmm. you want that water to run through a little bit. So we've, te- we've taught you today – how to prop, uh, how to properly remove a clog from a nipple from a nipple on your breastfeeding yep and we found that a Jake Cutler sucks better than anybody sucks it hard he's the, he sucks harder than he's ever sucked before according to his wife Kristen Cavallari we also learned a lot about the La Leche League yep which Luigi I believe is in a fantasy for that and he'll be starting it this weekend I think they go into play the La Leche League right and then you have we we talked about cigarettes the dangers of nicotine and how to quit, mm-hmm. and how Ray Liotta was replaced by a turkey, turkey on the Chantix commercials. And somebody pointed out earlier, too, that have you seen Ray Liotta since he stopped the Chantix commercials? No. He now looks like he's addicted to bourbon, oh, unfortunately. Really? No, but I, I don't know. This is somebody being a wise ass. Well, I know that he went through a lot of problems. And don't forget to plug Twitch Prime. Yes. Twitch Prime. Not Optimus Prime. Not uh, Ocean Prime. And not, uh, but it's in the same league. It's fantastic. Yes. Now, tell, explain Twitch Prime to people. Okay. Well, we've already done it once, and I know that people are going to get really tired of hearing it. But, but there's a lot of new people. We're, we're, just, we're not going to do this for 50 years and explain it every day. Right. But there's newcomers. It's like when you find, out, like, like when you find out about Twitter for the first time. You get in there, and then you realize, why the hell am I bothering? And then or like, Facebook, when you used to go in there, and right. it really mattered, and now it's just like, a waste of time. It, how does this shit work? Yes. Well, we're going to explain to you how this shit works. Twitch Prime, most people that are not familiar with Twitch immediately think of Twitch 
as that's where nerdy gamers go to watch people play video games. And that has been, it used to be called Justin TV. Did you know that? Justin TV? Justin, yeah, because it was developed by Justin. And Not um, Justin Time. And then they changed it to Twitch, and then Amazon Prime purchased Twitch one or two years ago, mm-hmm. and they realized that the platform was so fantastic and it was so easy for people to stream live and they made it really really accessible that this platform would be the perfect platform for talk shows yes and um last year bubba the love sponge a morning zoo guy he was one of the first talk show radio hosts to um start participating now he does on the radio show still but then He's also on Twitch. Twitch is his exclusive video provider. Right. We need so to get him on. We gotta get Bubba. We'll, we'll get we'll get him on, and then we'll have. I you think go Dean on. and Bubba used to hang out down in uh, Clearwater. So, um, so anyway, um, they wanted to add because there's so many um different people that you know, like when you're if you're a gamer, you don't love just games. So they wanted to add different types of shows and they approached Tony and asked Tony, Hey, we want to show you what Twitch can offer you as far as a talk show platform. Um and they also explained why it's so important to do a show daily. They made it worth mm-hmm. your while. And so here we are um doing a daily show on Twitch and to show your appreciation um and to thank us for or for doing this um you can utilize well let me back up for a second you can either sign up twitch prime only four dollars and 99 cents a month which is really not that much when you think about it um to show your appreciation that we're doing that's all you have to pay for four dollars and 99 cents a month to watch us daily for free and any other time that we might go live on twitch because we're going to be doing all sorts of special events we'll be at the nfl draft doing a twitch live we're going to go to uh the the foodie chats on tuesday and do a, a, a separate show next tuesday with all the foodie chat nation coming right. to Philadelphia. Now, if you um, have Amazon Prime, however, already, right. and you do not, you, you haven't used and switched over your Amazon Prime to include Twitch Prime, you can do so and do it for free. Amazon Prime allows you one free channel membership per month. Per month. So you can you can use your Amazon Prime account. On our page, there's a big red button. If you scroll down a little mm-hmm. bit, it says Twitch Prime. Click on that red button, and it'll immediately take you to the page, and you can designate your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch Prime account and tell them that you want it to go towards the Bruno Nation Live channel, and boom, it is free. And then you don't pay for it, and that's called Twitch Prime. And again, that, that costs you nothing, and every month, though, you'll have to re-up. You'll have to hit it. Right, if you, you want to, to keep the it. show going That's the each only month. thing about if, you, if right. you're doing your Amazon Prime free account, then you have to renew every month. If exactly. you are doing it for... But it doesn't cost you anything as right. long as you have Amazon Prime. If you're paying for it, then I'm not sure. I think you just put your credit card in and it does it automatically. But By the way, we've got to do an update from... Yes. From the Masters, ladies and gentlemen, at Augusta National. And the only way we can do it properly in our gym dance cadence, the reverence that it deserves is go to Amen Corner in the Butler Cabin. Jim Butler Cabin will be at Wells Fargo Center tomorrow afternoon at 2.30 against your Brooklynettes. But here in the Bruno basement, the dulcet tones telling me that Ian Poulter 
and one of my favorite guys on earth because he's Italian, and I am. I don't like him because I'm Italian. I like him because he's Italian. Francesco Molinari. Francesco. That's fun to say. They are now tied at the Masters, atop the leaderboard. Ian Poulter, who's never won a Masters, Robin, and Francesco Molinari. I've had some of that the other night. Yes. With a nice bolognese on the side. And then you get the, the, the garlic bread. Shared it for the table. Oh, and you get the galamad for the table before you go with the Molinari. The Francesco Molinari sauce. I believe his pasta sauce is now available. Acme, A&P, and ShopRite. I don't think it's at Giant yet or at... Uh... Sirius says, mm, I want lasagna now. <laughs> <laughs> Scrapple Joe said that he used his Amazon Prime for the subscription. See, yes. It's, it's very simple, right, Scrapple Joe? Yes, it is. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I wanted to thank them. No, we thank everybody, and we can see all of you there. Yes, Twitch is paying us Bryce Harper money to do this every single day. I wish. I mean, I was available. I was, you know, my video content was available everywhere, but no. I wanted to go someplace where I could be secure for the rest of my broadcasting life. I didn't want to be dabbling around and go on to Periscope, and they were all good services. I could have gone to Periscope. I could have gone to Facebook Live. I could have gone to YouTube. But I chose Twitch. But FYI, yes. Twitch actually does not pay us separately. No. The, 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 so the way Twitch is paying us is that they're actually giving us the opportunity exactly. to... Exactly. We're, we're working for yeah. this. This isn't one of those... That get, there's no guaranteed contracts. We're going to hope to prove that we belong here and you can help us belong here. And that's how it is. We're not getting stupid money, though. Hey. Although stupid people are giving us money, but we're not getting stupid money. So I didn't realize. So so just so the while you're watching the the thing, you can see the little tip jar. It looks like a little brandy snifter. Yeah, as well, people, that thing's got a lot of things in there. I know. As people give us, they look bits, like little nipple things in there. What are those? They're, they're like moving. little triangle. Like if you were a Dungeons and Dragons player, yeah. those are like those little playing. You know, you know what that things. reminds me of? One of those uh, games that you got me hooked on. Those uh, stupid games where you have to push a button and then the things go around and then what's the one called? The, the two that the tune not tune yeah oh, tune, tune, blast tune blast and, and toy, toy blast. blast yeah those stupid games that they addict you to I know and Robin's been playing them for fifty years. I put one on my computer when I go flying so I can play it when I don't have internet and the rest is history. It is and I get frustrated every night when I do it. But they look like the little characters that when they start blinking when you like when you hit one of the the. Uh, the monkeys or whatever. Right. What are those things in some of the games? You have to hit them a couple of times. They're green in one of those games, and you hit it. Oh, it's like in. Um, See, you're you're talking about the uh, the Angry Birds thing. Angry Birds, yeah. When Angry Birds, when you hit one of the birds and he goes like starts shaking, and then you have to hit him again to knock him out. See, I don't. That's play what that. these little things look like. They like they have like a little dot goes through them. That's cool, man. I like it. Toy <laughs> Blast is my shit. <laughs> I hate those Toy Blast and those Toon Blast games. I hate them because once I get to level 200, it takes me like three days. And I never pay for any stuff. Oh, See, I, I do what you can do on, on, on Twitch. Yeah. If you want to give us bits, you can watch an ad, and then you get bits, right. and you, then you donate it to us. Right. Now, you can pay for bits. Yes. Um, and I'm, I know that a lot of people do. because Like if Jeff Bezos is listening right now, and it's his new favorite channel on Twitch, which yes. he owns, he can say, hey, you know what? I just gave my wife billions of dollars to go away. How about if I gave Tony Bruno that show that I really, really like now? Yeah, like a just, million bits would be a awesome. Mi- no, a million bits not enough for Jeff Bezos. Okay. Because a million bits is only like, what, $100,000? Right. Jeff Bezos has got to do better than that because he can. 
instead of paying t- the money you saved on taxes by not paying income taxes, just donate 1% of that. I'm only asking for 1%. I'm not asking for like a 15 or a 20% tip. I'm asking for 1% of what you did not pay in income taxes last year. <laughs> well, we are we are just grateful for anybody that exactly. is on here and we want because it's so new and because our audience a lot of well not a lot it's of the our best audience. audience since Jackie Gleason's audience yeah, back in Miami Beach at the Fontaine Blue. But there's a lot of our audience that is not familiar with Twitch that has this, and if they have heard of it, they think of it as a gamer site. And we are trying to educate people that. And it there's is nothing not. wrong with it because it is the number one site for gamers on Earth, and that's why all the gamers are on there. And there's yeah. not just gamers. I mean, there's really talented people. Here's the best part. I mean, we're professional broadcasters. This is what right. I do for a living. But you don't have to be a professional broadcaster or somebody in radio or TV to have a Twitch channel. Exactly. But then you have to build it up. And so certainly somebody that has a name recognition and someone who's been doing this for a while, they figure, hey, you know what? Let's put people on who have name recognition, Mm -hmm. drive more traffic to Twitch. They benefit from it. Twitch benefit from everybody benefits. Everybody's a winner. You're a winner. You get it. You get bits. You get bits. You get a Twitch channel. Now, the good thing is, is that we already achieved affiliate status like right off the bat. Yep. Um, but we are very close to achieving partner status, which Ooh. will be. Do I get invited to like those stuffy board meetings where I sit around in a room and then people start doing so, stupid stuff? So you need to help us get to partner status. You need to. What happens when I become a partner? Then there's a um, there's other things that are available to us in the uh, earning section Dude. so we can we can make the make this actually worthwhile for us but um we need to have on average um like 79 or 75 viewers per show and we have not gotten there yet because a lot of people don't know right they're they just finding each day just, we're adding more right. and more people and you know a lot of people would say well i'm not going to do a show for 50 people we're doing shows for 50. The first day we did a show for like 11 people who right. found out about it. Well, and here's the thing. And now and then what happens, people, word of mouth. And Twitch, as I've said, w- w- one of the things I've said about my career is the only way you move forward and you stay fresh and you stay pertinent. <laughs> Twitch is my new bitch. Twitch is exactly. my new bitch. We need but to here's the thing. It's, not, it's, it's, it's the future of how we will get information, yes. entertainment, anything you want. Musicians, painters, chefs, sports, movies, gamers. Everybody now knows or is going to know about Twitch. Everybody already knows about on-demand content. We've been doing it on our podcast for five years. It's on-demand contest. You're not on a radio station, and you could be on a radio station and on Twitch. And, hey, we tried all that. Now, we had a huge following on Facebook Live. We would usually get around 2,500 or more people watching at one time. And so all of those people we need to educate now to bring it over. Exactly. And we did a video the night we did the video – that I didn't want to do of the Eagles <laughs> NFC Championship game where it was me Tony and Tony was so mad at me. Me and a bunch of friends watching the Eagles NFC Championship game from the living room upstairs. <laughs> Robin did it with her phone. It wasn't even a setup no, with the tablet. camera. It was with a the tablet. tablet. But I'm saying it wasn't like but, all these cameras. Okay. It was just we one. Have to, I have to explain something. Let me explain. So I told Tony that I wanted to do a um, a periscope. I think it was was a per- I think it was periscope. I wanted to do a periscope of him watching the game. And he's like 
no, nobody wants to watch me watch a game. That is so stupid, Robin. I don't want to have to worry about people, you know, what they have to say. And I said, Tony, just let me try, please. And he's like, you do it. I'm blah, blah, blah. And he was just so adamantly against it. But what we did, which which turned out to be great, is you don't think about it. Like all these reality shows, a lot of it's staged, a lot of it's pre-written. This was actually raw, real. Yep. And we kept it continued. So I didn't. I didn't even wasn't even paying attention to the camera. Attention. You're not supposed to when you do these things. So we were just watching the game as fans. Uh huh. How many people tuned in to watch it that? It was Robin? over two hundred thousand people. Exactly. On Periscope. And you're thinking, boy, you know, all this great content. Well, how are we going to create new content that people want to engage in? That turned out to be the most successful content we've ever put out there. <laughs> and, and that's what it's all about. So. So, People do like it real, and they like it raw. Yes, and, and most importantly, as Sammy Sosa once said, we got to keep it continuing the same thing. Now, um, F... What is it? Ephemal Tony. What? Ephemal. Oh, Ephemal Tony. You, you don't know what that means? Uh, no, what does that mean? Ephemal Tony. Ephemal? Oh, Ephemal. Come on, Robin. What's the matter? I hate to do it to you already. I'm really bad at these. So Ephemal. Ephemal. Now, I can say this. If any children listening... You've heard this word before. Yes. It stands for fuck them all. Yes. Ephemal Tony just subscribed. So Ephemal Tony. <laughs> and so the way he smells is- it is E-F-F-E-F-M-E-M-F-E-F-F-E-M-A-L-L Tony. Right. And now, so this is this is my, so I am so innocent. I do not, unlike what most people think, my brain does not always go there. Um. I was thinking it was like something it had to do with a mall. No, you were thinking ethanol. No, I don't know ethanol. what I I believe, who was it that said that? I think it was Tommy Lasorda once said it in one of his uh, post-game tirades in the Dodger locker room. When somebody said to him, and he said, ethanol, he said, fuck them all, Joe. That's what it was. It was Joe McDonald, the legendary sports talk guy in Los Angeles. And Tommy was going off one night about some newspaper columnist that was ripping him. Uh, it was it was a page called the the the, uh, the nose. There was a guy in the New York Post who called himself the nose, and he was a guy who was like dig up dirt from locker rooms. This is uh-huh, back in the eighties, uh-huh. probably. And the column was called the nose because the guy was able to sniff out all of these stories because it wasn't social media. Makes sense. It was just a newspaper column. called himself the nose, and he would take shots at Tommy Lasorda all the time when the Dodgers were playing. And then uh, there's a great tirade. I got to find it and play it. Tommy Lasorda was asked about the nose, saying something about him. And then Tommy goes off on this. The nose, I'm sitting here trying to manage the Dodgers, and I got this, uh, I got some guy, some asshole, who calls himself the effing nose, who's t- talking about me, the effing nose. And then Joe McDonald's the guy that asked him a question. He said, fuck them all, Joe. That was Tommy's response. Or, instead of saying F them all, he actually dropped the big F-bomb. Which we can do on the show, yes, we without can worrying about the FCC. And I then can... Lee Ely, of course, the the, the Cubs manager. Well, we're going to do that one day. We're going to do all tirades, classic tirades that I have Including on tape. Yours? Even some of mine, yeah. Oh, there's one that we have uh, the the Dean one? Dean one. Yeah, we got to play the Dean one. Shall I pull that one up now? Where I bitch slapped him on national radio. Hold on a second. Let me see if I can find it. I bitch slapped him big time. That one was a big good time. One. Well, you keep talking. I'll find it. So Lee Ely. There's so many great tirades. Uh, we, when we were at the, uh, the golf tournament in Tahoe a few years ago, Goose Gossage was there as one of the celebrity golfers. And I, we told the story about when he went into the Yankees clubhouse. And, and Goose Gossage was a, a, a great pitcher, but he was also one of those guys who would go off right. 
in the locker room. And there was one great tirade about George Steinbrenner when he went off about the ripping the media and you could take it all the way upstairs to the fat man. He went off and I got that one too. It's a goose gossage tirade. Lee Elia, Tommy Lasorda. There's so many of them. We're going to play that. I believe I have it. And now this is Dean calling in. Was this on the end of the night show? This was on into the night. And And Dean would call. And by the way, Dean and I are friends. So he's not just some anonymous caller who I've got, you know, like people get talk show. People get a phone call from somebody who criticizes them and then they hang up on them and yell. Yes. I don't do that to people I don't know. Now, Dean seems to think that he won this this particular tirade. But we'll see what the audience thinks. I'm transitioning. I'm going to put Denny the, Green, Bears. Gonna, I mean, there's so many great tirades. And we're going to put them all together yes, one day and I'm do an all-tirade show. I'm going to put the Bruno Rant uh, logo up because this is one of the best. Now, do you have the date and time of this? This is nighttime. And it was Dean. It was well, Dallas it was, Cowboy Rant. Right. It was, it was like uh, nine years ago, probably. And Dean called in, and it got ugly. And it's really not like me to get this ugly. I, was, I almost became the Incredible Hulk. My, stir, my shirt started ripping in the middle. The seams yes. were popping. Well, the that, veins were popping. And this is what I, I... If you go onto YouTube and look for Tony, Tony Bruno tirade or Tony Bruno rant, you'll actually see the video that I put together of this. But here it is. Anytime now. Let's go to the tape. No, this is behind the actors. No, no, no. I'm going to make a list of Boston. I won't, but the the, the matter of fact is, Tony, we're talking about all this is happening in one city, Philadelphia. And your incident you're bringing up, you got one incident in Boston, one incident in No, I'll give you a bunch. I'll make a list of Boston stuff. How about throwing rocks at the Lakers' bust after you win the championship? But Tony, that's what I'm saying. You're that's not what. How about Mike Milbury taking his shoe off and beating down a fan in the stands? You remember you're that? Giving, you're giving me incidents. Those are incidents that you're giving me. You but give Tony, me incidents. I'll make a list. How about Chicago, Dean? Is it are two meth-head bastards? Are two meth-head bastards running out onto the field to physically beat up a first-base coach? Is that better than booing Santa Claus, Dean? What's more heinous? Two meth-head losers in Chicago beating up a first-base coach in Chicago, Illinois, and then three days later, more meth-head fans tackling Laz, uh, Laz, what was his name? Laz Diaz, the umpire, tackling two umpires physically assaulted. Nobody's been physically assaulted on the field in Philly. No, the guy fell over the glass and then Ty Domi tuned him up. No, it's not. Here. You're totally wrong. That's what I'm not admitting. Tony, I just want me to make a list. I gave you two of the two things in Boston, two things in Chicago that are much more heinous than booing Santa Claus, a dope getting drunk and throwing up on somebody. How about the guy in Chicago who had his girlfriend put vomit in a condom and throw it at a security guard? That's cool. How about the woman in Philadelphia trying to sell her body for tickets? How about her? <laughs> yeah, she got a hundred hours. She's a she's a slime ball. I'm not defending bad behavior. <laughs> There you go, folks. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. I still get a chubby when I hear that one. That's one of my favorite all-time great radio tirades. 
And I, I want you to know, again, that's Dean in Clearwater, who's not only just a caller, he's a great friend. Yes. We've become friends over the years. I met him in Tampa down there playing golf many times on, when I would go down to and, WDAE. And he is on here. You know him, you love him as WGH Dean. Exactly. I thought it was a cowboy rant. That was a different rant. I didn't, I, I, one of the things I never did, I didn't go into the, on the air every day thinking, what am I going to go off about today? The rants are not planned. The best rants are the ones that are spontaneous in reaction to something. So all that stuff I spewed when my brain was still functioning at a high level, that was just top of mind awareness because he started ripping, he played the Santa Claus card again in Philadelphia sports. And it's the most tired, and it's, 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 it's a lie. That's the thing. It's a lie. It's not, it wasn't Santa Claus being booed because Philly fans are idiots. And there are a lot of idiots who are Philly fans. Luigi and I went to Philly's game Saturday. And the Phillies are in a tight ball game against the Minnesota Twins and some slap dicks a couple rows up, and we're in the upper deck. And they start doing the Eagles chant. And to his credit, Luigi gets up and says, will you stop? And I'm, I'm looking at all the people.